Hey. Hi. Welcome to Scripts and Giggles with Show Shana. And Rani. What happened there? I don't know. <laughs> Show Shana. Shana. I want you to know my name. Should we yeah. talk about our outfits? Yes, we For should. Sure, the listeners are like getting sick and tired of hearing us talk about outfits that they can't see. But here we are. Let's talk about our outfits. Yeah. At the end of last week's recording, we said we were going to review Selling Sunset, which we will review later on. And one thing you did say is that we should wear outfits to resemble the cast. Yes. Or just come just come dressed. Dressed up like we're going to sell a house. house that we would definitely not sell. But still look cute anyway. Um, so I went to work in a full pink suit because I knew we were recording afterwards with a black branded top. And then I came and saw money. In her, I don't know, sweats. Yeah. And then you went to go and, you know. So I had forgotten that we were dressing up, but we are in my home. So yeah. I can do a quick change. Yeah. And I'm dressed in my selling tail outfit, which is a pink herringbone skirt suit. Oh gosh. From Miss Southbridge. Reminiscent of Chelsea, you could say. You look so much like Chelsea, it's unreal. I will say this. I was clowning her for spending a thousand pounds on what I probably spent a hundred pounds on. Yeah. But you know, what I saved nine hundred pounds in is quality. There are loose threads oh, all really? this, <laughs> now that I'm looking at it. I mean How many times have you worn it? Never. Oh my god. But this is the problem with um buying stuff on the high street. Or uh, specifically buying stuff online. Yeah. It's because they you don't know the quality of what you're buying no. until it gets there. No. And like, you'll put it on to try it on and be like, oh, this is cute. And then when it comes time to actually wear it and you're looking at it for like more than five seconds, you're like, hold on a sec. <laughs> this, this is made... I mean, the quality... I could have made I can, this. I, can, I mean, the sewing is interesting. Literally. It's also too short for me. Oh, I thought you rolled it up. Yeah, that's what I do so you won't notice how short it is for me. <laughs> Like, I realistically should not be buying clothes from Miss Suffrage. Or anywhere. I mean, Miss Suffrage doesn't exist anymore anyway. Yeah, it was on ASOS. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it ASOS bought Miss Suffrage and Topshop. I, I know, yeah. And now they're thinking of selling Topshop. Yeah, they can't. They're realising big yeah. shoes to fill. Yeah. Um, it's just not been the one. So yeah, we are both wearing pink because apparently that is what selling Sunset means to us. Yeah, I mean, the brightest thing in my, in my wardrobe. This is the brightest thing you have in your wardrobe? Um, I do have, I do have some bright stuff, but not super bright. Like, I definitely don't have, like, the outfit you have like, in my wardrobe. Also, yet, I, I can't wear sh- skirts that short. Yet. No. For what reason? Where am I going to do so? To sell a house. I'm not selling a house. Like, our girly friend is going to a big event in the next couple of weeks. And she was send us, sending us loads of, like, dresses. And they look so gorgeous. But in my head, and our other girl made a good point, you're only going to wear it once. So, like... And then our other friend it. made a point that I was thinking, which is, you only live once. So we're sitting here saying, are you only going to wear it once? What else are you spending this money on? Yeah, Pizzas. But, but I like to know that I have, you know, re-wearable type of clothes. And outfits. You do! And so why can't you have one thing that's just like, I bought this because it's gorgeous and I wanted to feel special? Because when I'm, I'm only gonna wear it once. You don't actually don't know that. <sighs> that event comes every year. You can wear the dress again in like five years. I wore, remember. I wore a dress. Actually, that's probably the brightest thing I have in my wardrobe. I wore a dress to an event in LA, an awards show. 
And I and that's probably wasn't that even that name dropping that she went to LA for an event for an award show. Yeah. Wow. What? Why wow. not? That was like one of the highlights of my time in that company, even though it was one of the worst places I've worked. Actually, yeah. Yes, one of the worst places. And I've only worn it once. I've never had a reason to wear it again. But you enjoyed wearing it the time you wore it. It was amazing, you? yeah. Exactly, that's what it's about. How good does it make you feel? But I also like to know that it's not every day save money. <laughs> I just want to know that when I wear this, I can wear it again. Also, Jill was even crazy about this. What? She said that those dresses cost her £50. She bought like 10 dresses. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, I really want sad. So want... if you can drop that amount of money. Buy one dress. <laughs> yeah, buy the one dress that you're going to wear once. What is that to you? It's nothing. <laughs> those dresses for £50 look great. I mean. Yeah. I really like. I really liked it. I thought it was really nice. When I went on that site, the dresses that I liked were all like 65. And I was like, well, what I would have done is bought three dresses. <laughs> <laughs> that was 65. Then 10 dresses are 50. I was also surprised that they all came the day after. Next day to live. Yeah, but sometimes those next days to live don't work. Amazon you have to been... order it in the right time. Yeah, Amazon Please, they slip in. People read the... Yeah, Amazon is. Read the terms and conditions. I have more than once order something next day delivery past the cut-off time. Yeah. And then you're just going to get it in two days anyway. Yeah. So you pay for next day delivery for what reason? <laughs> to make yourself feel good. Yeah. Thinking it was going to get there, your event was tomorrow. I and know. now you're stuck. You have to go to shops at 10 a.m. <laughs> the amount of times that's happened to me, I hate... Ugh. No, most of the time... Panic shopping. Yeah, panic shopping is worse. And that's when retail shopping... So the retail on the high street used to be amazing because you know that I can just keep on walking shopping to shop Shopping to shop, shop to shop, and I will find something to 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 wear. And there was Debenhams, there was House of Fraser, Fraser, there was um, John Lewis, there was all these other high street stores. And so when I went down Oxford Street, I knew that I'm guaranteed to find something. It may not be amazing, but at least I can try it on. Whereas online, I have to just go by faith, not by sight. That's a Bible reference. I think the good thing about being online is that you don't get the fatigue you get when you're going from shop to shop and getting lower yeah. and lower and yeah. you're like, oh, we're not going to find it. It yeah. doesn't exist. I just want to go home now. I'm going to go to McDonald's. But that feeling you have when you see it, like you say, this is a dress. Yes. But then you're like, no, I need shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've found the dress, but the dress doesn't match anything I have at home. So now I need a jacket. Yeah. I need yeah. shoes. I need a bag. This is so chaotic. Yeah. But usually finding shoes in a bag is not as hard that- as finding like clothes i i do prefer buying accessories more than anything when i'm going shopping like when i'm going shopping the first thing that i gravitate to is shoes bags earrings you know all this kind of stuff the clothes the actual outfit i'm like that's the last thing i need to think about even though that's the most important thing to think about i don't know what i gravitate towards when i go shop probably coats a blazer as well I love good a good blaze. coat. I need to invest in a few more blazers. Um, but then you end up with 18 coats that don't go with anything yeah. you own. Because you just really like the coats. And you're like, damn, I have to buy an entire <laughs> outfit to go with this coat. Um, but... I mean, as we're going to Christmas, I feel like I should like revamp and buy some more like event-style clothes. But I... Do you have I do, events to go to? That's the thing, that's I the, the maps. anything formal to go... Like, the event that our friend is going to... I don't think I have anything in my calendar this year or going into next year where I would have to dress that formally. No, I I definitely don't. And even Christmas, 
like I have a couple of Christmas parties and then some get togethers, but I, it will never be that formal. Mm. And even next year, I don't have any weddings to go to. Like this year I had three weddings. So I knew that I had something formal to wear and I, like, I had planned it. But next year I have no weddings, there's no events. Someone get married. It can happen. It could happen. Literally, someone gets engaged and married within the year. Which is what I would do. Because I don't really care for this long engagement thing. Because no. I might not like you by the end of this. So let's just <gasps> do this quickly before I change my mind. <laughs> I mean, if you I mean, if you can find the venue in time. That's I told the... you, I'm not getting married in a venue. I'm getting married in a villa. You did say a destination wedding. I'm doing a destination wedding. And there I will do... always be a house. That's true. I also, I really want a small wedding. So that may make it easy. Keep the guest list short. Yeah, I'm sure you'll like sh- McDonald's is free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, if you met your bait in McDonald's. No. Did no. you, 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 you see that story? The story of that girl that got proposed to in McDonald's and she freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a friend of ours met her partner at uni and they got married at that uni. That's that nice. That's sweet. Um, and the uni had beautiful grounds. Like, it was beautiful. I don't care where you proposed to me. I'm not getting married at that place. Just because you proposed to me in it. I mean, they got propo- he proposed to her in the, their kitchen. In the kitchen of their house, house yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is very sweet and sentimental. But if, like, if someone was like, oh, I met you at the, in the office, so we've got to get married. Uh, sit down. Or we have to invite everyone. Uh, sit down. No, we're not no, doing that. No. We're not doing any no. of that. Honestly, you wouldn't even... If it was anyone in the office, again, as I said, my platinum rule is that I don't date people I work with anymore but if that was the case like minimal people will know i mean so minimal people will um be invited and even a smaller amount of people will be actually told that i'm engaged to this person who i also work with the only reason people will know is because it's spread around by other people not by me the only reason people would know from me is because the name on any of our papers would have to change that's not only. That's oh, true. by the way, my name is this now. They'd be like, "Oh, yeah, but Smith." Yeah, is... I saw you've been wearing a wedding ring. I'm like, "Yeah." Well, Smith is a very common name, so like, oh yeah, so that for them to know you actually engaged, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made. I don't not... know. I'm in. I'm not even with... engaged. We're married now. Yeah, I'm true. changing. I'm. I'm legally changing my name to X Y Z. So I need my papers to reflect that. But I'm, but I'm not doing any of that stuff because that seems long for no reason. I know, but I don't. Telling be... everybody your name is now yeah. Barbara. I'm not doing that. But Just I... pay. Half of me Pay Marnie. Yeah. Because Marnie's still I'm still that person. But that being said, I remember when I had to update my passport and I was changing the order of my name. And it was okay. It was well, it was okay once I got the documentation and gave the proof and I had to go and go to the passport office and actually get it done. Then I had to then renew my driving license and I had to renew actually tell what it's a lot more work than I thought it was gonna be. But that being said, that's one of my actual names is not on my birth certificate and I would love to add it on and I always feel like when I do get married I'm going to use it as an opportunity to get it changed you're going to change your birth certificate when you get married my um, I think I can you can add something on Depot oh yeah the same way you add your name your um, married name you say Depot what is it Depot Deedpool oh I thought it was (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was Depot D-E-P-O-T it's Deedpool Deedpool Yeah. yeah that place I was like, is it no. Oh, it's so okay. So no. basically, I say things wrong. Full stop. So yeah. She's not trying to change. Well, no, I'm always trying to change and learn new things. But I honestly thought it was 
depot. But you're right, it's deed pole. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna try and do that then, maybe. But you know. Listen, I personally am trying to get less names as I go on in my life, not collect more. I have <laughs> enough names as it is. I'm currently sifting through my late mother's um, papers and she had too many names and it's causing me it, a lot of trouble. Was it different names for different? Yeah. Oh. Just chaos. So, yeah. guys, if you listen to this, pick one name. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Stick to that one name. That is helpful. That's that's the goal for future kids. I can't, like, when I'm telling you, as a Nigerian and just African, everyone wants to give the child a name. And as someone who has about eight names, it's not fun, honestly. Because I have a similar predicament where I'm like, I have different names in different places. And it was only when I tried to change my passport that I tried to take a bit more control over like what names I use in official spaces. But I know that there's still, it's still some discrepancies in places. And it's so frustrating that it's out of my control now. Like my graduation certificate says something very different to my master's graduation certificate and it's just it's so mm. frustrating yeah that would it's be really, really frustrating annoying. my yeah my work my my uh degree is my name is spelled the way i'd been spe- spelling my name up until i was 18 yeah. that's how my mom told me my name was spelled when i checked my birth certificate when i was 18 that is not how my name is yeah. spelled on my birth certificate so nothing i can do about that yeah. now and i don't spell my name like that anymore so oh, yeah you did original um yeah. so it's just sometimes when I look at things from yeah prior to when I was eighteen, I'm like, what happened? Who is this? Yeah. But um, listen, you live and you learn, don't you? Honestly, have? my kids probably will probably have maximum four names. That's still too many. I know it's a many, but what if they ha- like the fathers is a different culture? I don't give a heck. So <laughs> I want the child to represent where they're all from, like the different cultures they may be from. Stanislav. <laughs> Why was it the first word that came to then you? Then they will be like, um, Precious, Abiola, Stanislav. Why is Stanislav? Petrovsky. <laughs> Why is my husband- Why is my husband Russian or Polish? I don't understand. Should we just move on to pop culture news? Because I've got some similar thoughts on this. We can, there's got some related topics in this. Wow, we're talking about Polish people. No, it's definitely not. It's about Polish people. It's not about Polish people. Yeah, let's get some pop culture news. So, over the week, some, this song, actually it wasn't even a song, a sound on TikTok started to trend. Um, I don't like no whips and chains. Keep going. Um, Something, something down. You can put your love in Oh, yeah, the Jack Harlow song. Put your love Winter. <laughs> Last year, it was for the big boys. It's cuffing season. It was called season. It was season. Yeah, but for the big boys, they let the big... Yeah. So last year was big boy winter. And this year is white boy winter. <laughs> is, that not, is that okay? No, a, it's absolutely not. season to be a, a racial <laughs> season. <laughs> No black people this season. Only white oh, people boys and only white boys. Only white boys and all these girl girlies, the white girlies and the black girlies are all like commenting pasta and lobster on. Yeah. Peoples. Do you know what? Mate, What's the pasta and lobster thing? A lyric from the song? Is a not from Jock Harlow's one. From another um, song. Like oh. he, um, I, I went out with. I know I have a white boy on my roster. He feeds me pasta and lobster. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who sang it though, but yeah. You know. So. 
That was really I got hose. Oh, in my video. In my video hose? Oh, I got hose. Let's stop. Let's show my age. (laughs) I was like, on the videotape? (laughs) In the video? In the video? Cassette player? Um, So yeah, that song was trending wild. And um, especially the guy with the Rubik's Cube and was like... Sorry, this. he wasn't that hot. Well, it wasn't. Honestly, they were like, is it because he's doing the Rubik's Cube so quickly? Or is it because of the glasses? Or because of the leather jacket? Or because he of the looks, swag? It's because he looks like a, a poor Victorian boy <laughs> that you want to feed. Yeah. At least get one that looks, you know... Yeah, but he had a bit of swag to him. Because he's like, yeah, I'm not going to choke you. I'm like, I, I don't like that part of the, the song He's anyway. not going to choke you. No, he said, oh, how's the song go? Cause that'll be a pass. Yes, <laughs> that's a pass for me. <laughs> I'm passing oh, on that one. The thing is, I can't remember the song now. Even though get the lyrics up. Yeah, get the lyrics up, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow come here and started trouble yeah. for what reason? But that being said, and then I, then I also saw the follow up commentary from black guys going, "Yeah, we need to be very careful because all these girls are like, um, are going to the white boys. They're looking, at, they're like in the vanillas. I'm like." Come on. I think, can, can somebody comment, or has somebody ever commented on this? Like, you know the discourse where people are like, talking about dating outside of their race? I feel like you're either a person who does that or you're a person who doesn't. I agree. I don't think a song could make you do that. I agree. Um, and I feel like this discourse, like, yeah, we need to be careful, we need to be careful. The girls that already date outside their race are going to keep do doing it. that. They're not going to not do that because you've spoken to them. And the girls that don't date outside of their race are not going to start dating outside of their race because they heard a cool song. Well, the the impression that was on twi- um, TikTok was like, wow, this song is really making me change my perspective. I think people men. are taking the piss. Which I think, yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Like, I, I know it's being, true. I no. just feel like you don't, suddenly, you can't just suddenly acquire taste for something you, you don't have a taste for. It's like you don't like mushrooms. Yeah. And I cooked my mushrooms to perfection, but you'll never know because you didn't eat them. I had a couple. <laughs> you see, I do try. Well... <laughs> They were nice. You don't. Maybe you don't hate mushrooms. Yeah, the the song lyrics were. I don't. I don't like. Oh, I don't like no whips and chains, and you can't tie me down. But you can whip your loving on me, baby. Whip your loving on me. Um, and I'm this vanil- is what people are going crazy for. Yeah, is this part? I'm vanilla, baby. I don't like no whips and chains. Okay, I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. That I hate that line. She's twenty eight, telling me I'm still a baby. Yeah. I get love in Detroit like a skiller, baby. Anyway, it continues. But the girls are loving it. White boy winter continues. Put all the vanillas out there. Who's your white boy of the of the season? Do you think we talked about? I feel like no, we didn't talk about it. But we said that there is a in TV there is a trope of a white boyfriend for a black girl. Yeah. But I anyway, mean, the white my white boy of the season. Is it maybe still Pedro Pascal? Pedro Pascal doesn't count. He's Latino. Yeah. I could pick <laughs> a white boy. I don't have a white boy of this season. I'm just saying now. Now I'm asking you. I'm not saying, did you have one to go? I'm like, now, no. if you had to pick a white boy for the season, who's your white boy for the season? Who's a white boy that's making you go, hmm. I don't think I... <laughs> not, hmm. I mean, hmm. 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 I'll be honest, I don't have a white boy. That I, I honestly don't know. Well, you have a think about it. And if I it comes to you during the pod, I'll let you know. Share. Like, it has to be a celebrity, right? Mm. Yeah, you can't be just like, oh, there's this guy who lives two downs, two rows down. <laughs> I don't know who that is, do I? Um, um, who's my white boy of the season? I don't think I have one right now. Honestly. I think my white boy of the season. It's hard because my, my white boys have been my white boys for a while. The best person about Pedro Pascal. I know he's Latino. 
I, I don't really like to add white boys to my white boy roster. I've got enough white boys, I think. Um, do I have, yeah, there's nobody, there's no new white there's boys no come new out white yet. There's no new white boy just telling me that there's I'm no vanilla baby. There's no new white boy out this season. Let me know when a new white boy drops. Yeah, so exactly. You know. I just don't know. There's a lot of um, press around uh, Jacob Elodie at the moment because of Priscilla. Yeah, but but um, I don't yeah. know. There's something about him that makes him not my kind of white boy. No. I feel like because people were like, he's still hot. Whenever anyone starts off with like, some, introduces someone to me as hot, I'm Highly not unlikely. Highly unlikely. Did and you see that people are falling out of love with Adam Driver? Why? Because apparently, because <laughs> apparently, he joined the army after the 9-11 to get revenge. Why do we need to know that information? Literally! Honestly, you could have... Like, we could have continued living our best lives without knowing that. Yes. This so, is that, that's like when, what's his face? Liam Neeson said that he went to go uh, and... Um, nobody ever needs to know that. Yeah, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to utter it. Google it. And he said that, what, during Black Lives Matter to be like, this is why people shouldn't be racist. Yeah. What the hell? No? Yeah. Try you didn't even learn to try be racist. To trap you trying to trap and try to find catch Batman. a person. If you had caught a person, you would have killed somebody. Yeah. And now you're saying, that's how I know now. 20 years on, that was bad. Yeah. Oh, and this came out of oh, his own mouth. No one caught him and no one asked him. No and then they had him on the hunter being like, ah, oh, this is what it's like to be cancelled. Like, directly addressing them. Like, it was weird. So that was weird. So I don't know. Sometimes Donald Glover, he makes decisions that I'm like, <laughs> I, I feel like you thought this was going to be really edgy and like controversial in a good way. Because he wants to be the white boy of the season. He cannot be the white boy of the season. <laughs> He would like to be, he's maybe, so hard but he to cannot be. be. Who's a white he's boy? A white boy. boy I think maybe it's the season part that's tripping me up. He's just a white boy. Who's your most recent white boy? I, I oh, I think I know who my white boy is. Well, again, it's, it's hard to say he's my white boy of the season because he's been my white boy. He was my, actually, he was if my white say, boy of the last... No. That's my white boy till I <laughs> die. <laughs> my white boy of this time last year Go on. was Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, yeah. But he can't be for he this season because no. he was last season. Oh, so he was last year's so you can't white repeat, boy winter. Yeah. He can't be this, this year's, year's white, white boy winter. Maybe he can. There's not enough white boys. Uh, yeah, I think he can. Where, guys, where are all the white boys? Yeah. Where have they gone? They're still there. No. They're just still, I don't There's know. They're just not anymore. I, maybe it's, I've just not watched any TV shows that have been like standout yeah, white boys. Like, oh, super hot. No, nah, he doesn't count. Go on. I was going to say Mehmet from Champion, but I don't think he's white. I don't think he's white. Like, I don't think he's white either. I don't. I can't believe how Mehmet was getting all these girls because Mehmet's cute. At work, we were talking about champions, and the, everyone was loving Mehmet. Cute little. Oh, actually, the person we were talking about who again is inappropriate is um the guy from Heartstopper. I don't watch Heartstopper like that. Yeah, so I mean, I when I say he's he's twenty, nineteen twenty, but bolt. I was gonna say Will Poulter, but he was—he's been my, one of my white boys, so he doesn't count. He can't be my white boy of this season. I don't—I don't, I don't I really pay attention to no, the white boys. No, recently. I really haven't. Maybe, see, that's why Jack Harlow was like, "I think I need to give you guys an anthem." Yeah, I was like, "But the anthem's here now. I don't have any white, white boys to sing it to." Or uh, have sing to me. Like, I don't. There's no. There's no one. Is there a white boy that can do no wrong by my eyes right now? No. No, <laughs> I'm really sorry. White boys, if you're listening, please send your application yeah. in for Step white boy of the season to be our winter white boy. Step up. <laughs> just trying, I just honestly, I can't think of a white boy that's I can't like think of a single white boy. Maybe it has to be Mark Five with the big lips. 
Matt Rifford's your white boy of the... He really your, isn't. He really isn't Matt Rifford. Why would you even say him, man? Because he's, like, he's got a comedy special No, out. this is a person who you're like, yeah. You haven't even watched that comedy special, so why would you be like, yeah? Watch when you watch the special now, you're like, uh, no. Then you've named him as your white boy. Ugh. <laughs> Pick someone you actually are like. I don't... That's yeah. thing. There is no one I'm literally, sh- like, clutching at straws. Just don't make them like this. No, honestly. <laughs> I just I'm I'm like scrolling through my Instagram hoping that a white boy will pop out and I'll be like yes him. I'm trying to think. I don't think I even have like real life white boy of my season. I don't have a white white boy. No, no. Mm. It's a drought out it here really is for a the white boys. It really is. So we'll come back to you yeah, next maybe, episode. Maybe maybe end of the year we'll our, review. Who <laughs> are our white boys of this every month this year? There's just oh, there must be a guy. I just I don't understand why I can't pick Pedro Pascal. It's just so easy. Because he's not one. white. And all the other white boys that I found attractive at one point are no longer that attractive. Because they are no longer white. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I thought that's where that was going. Oh, oh no. What? I was going to say David Beckham, but from 1999. Yeah. Because <laughs> he'd be my white boy of the season. I mean, Brad Pitt. Actually, been... I'm going to say no. I feel like, because I mean, watching Brad that documentary, Pitt, I was, was like, he was attractive. damn, this yeah, man was, was hot. Good. And they yeah. don't make them like that no, no. more. The guy that will... No, I mean, he cheated, but, you know. That's not my problem. Yeah. It's not my husband. I never said I wanted to my husband. I said he's my white boy for the season. No, who's the white boy? Ross Winter is over. I'm giving him back. <laughs> he's back to the streets. I don't want him in my I house mean, anymore. I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. We'll come back to you on this. One thing that I thought quite, was quite interesting, um, and that also got people talking, and it's a complete side note, um, you know the guy from... Um, the hot wings. Um, yeah, hot now, ones. No, hot ones. Now we're feasting. Um, he was on the chicken date yeah. show, chicken shop date show with what's her name? Amelia de Mondeberg, who I saw at the theatre the other day. Is she annoying? She was watching a show. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> she annoyed us so funny. <laughs> That's like I went up to the girl and I was talking to her. She was in the, she was she in the audience with me d- watching her. I was going to say, did she show. seem nice? Because in my head, I feel like she's probably very annoying. She seemed a bit like... Snooty. No. Okay. She seemed a bit like... How do you describe it? I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like, there's someone who's like relatively famous. Yeah. And they're definitely acting like... I hope oh. I just don't want anyone to come Sweet. up to me. That kind okay. of energy. Okay. Like not, not trying to make... Not, Trying to not make eye contact with people for too oh, long, for but like I, I don't hold that against her because I've seen lots of people do that, and it's like to be fair, maybe another person would have come. Are you Amelia de Moldenberg? Yeah. Like she maybe. had like crimped. It seemed like she was also trying very hard not to look like herself. Okay. Oh, so she was like incognito. incognito yeah. yeah. Okay, that's um, interesting. But I'm very good with faces, so I was like, that's Amelia de Moldenberg. Yeah. Anyway, but he was on that show. And she asked him, had he ever had a crush yeah, on... Kiki. Yeah, a crush on any of his guests. And he was like, yeah. Oh, no, he was like, guests. And she went through the Everyone list. But and he Kiki was like, Palmer. Kiki Palmer. I was like, what? So I literally went and watched the show. I saw I had to watch it. Yeah, I watched and she is, she is so charming. She though. is. And she's so pretty. She is. And he, what I'm telling you, he showed more personality in that interview <laughs> than I've ever seen him. Mesmerized. And I was like, oh, it makes so much sense. Because every time I see him, he's very like... Not stoic, but he's very professional. He knows what he's doing. He eats those fr- wings very well. But this time Does he was giving. Okay, okay. Because I don't think you're yeah, supposed to be eating food like that. All the time. I mean, I feel like you need to be doing gaps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And drinking well, I feel milk. Like you're doing that on a weekly basis. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna have... go to the hospital. Yes, yeah, me. Just make sure you're getting regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High cholesterol. Yeah, all that fun stuff. Um. 
So, yeah, that was really interesting. And then everyone was to Kiki Palmer, get your pasta and lobster and all that stuff. But, you know. I think her, she's otherwise preoccupied with something yeah, else right yeah, now. Exactly. It's not time to do work winter for her. Exactly. Because it's so, it was really sad because that news happened the week before. And then this week, more news came out that was harrowing. It's so shocking because, like, I don't know about you, but I always think what I like about my celebrities is that they, it's almost like they live different lives to us. And every so often you see something and you're like, this person is just a person like any other person. Mm. And it's scary to think that, like, your fame and your money and your position and your talent can't protect you from the same things that like other people experience because a yeah. part of you does feel like that's that's why you're striving for that stuff right mm. like if you grew up you know with no electricity every so often having to move house blah blah whatever you was poor you're thinking oh once i strike it bigger i will never have to worry about these things again mm. and so seeing that kiki palmer's had to uh, get a, is trying to get a restraining order and sue for custody of her child from the father of her child because he is abusive, broke into her house, like pushed her onto a couch, threw her phone at one point, yeah. got in her face, like, and I, I'm assuming has been experiencing that actually throughout that, that relationship. Yeah. But then getting on podcasts and coming out into interviews and talking about how great he, was, he yeah. is and how lucky she is to have found him and he's not like those other boys, blah, blah, blah. It is so like, it's just really sad and it's really sobering mm. um, because it can happen to anyone yeah. and it can be happening right in front of your eyes and, and you, you have no clue. Like people always think that victims are people who are like, I have a black eye that I've tried to patch yeah. up badly with. No, it's yeah. not that. Honestly. But like we've literally watched very publicly. One, we this is the thing, we watched that guy disrespect her. Yeah, and everyone everyone got him for the disrespect, but not realising behind the scenes. That this is probably more. very normal yeah. behaviour for yeah. him, actually. Yeah. And how hard that must be, like, to have someone be disrespecting you all the time, mm. and now you're just disrespecting me publicly. Yeah. When you... And what I... I don't know. It really just... This stuff always really bothers me, and I don't know why, but, like people threatening to kill themselves if you leave them yeah. when they have been awful to you mm-hmm. is so dark yeah. because usually most people mm. don't want somebody to kill themselves and definitely don't want someone to kill themselves because of them yeah. and to have experienced like violence or just even cruelty at the hands of someone and then to have them be like yeah and if anything happens to me that'll be your fault and to have to sort of manage that guilt with wanting to protect yourself but also not wanting to, something bad to happen to that person i don't even know what it's like to balance all of that stuff in your head and to do that and then what, film a podcast every week or do red carpets make music do whatever it is you're doing like i just it's honestly hard. hats off to her yeah. and like Obviously, his mum is like, this is a pack of lies. I'm like, well, oh. come on. And also, the brother, I didn't know, was the guy from Insecure. The um, the tall guy. Uh, Drew. Um, Drew, yeah. Dre. Dre, he, Dre? Went out, he went out with, what's her face? Molly. Um, Molly. Yeah, Dre. Yeah. That's his brother. That's his brother, yeah. They don't look the same. Yeah, I think. I mean, not really. Like, let me just double check I got that right. Because, <laughs> it was spreading but, lies I mean, slander. When all his news was coming out, the, that Dre character kept on coming up. Not Dre, the character, but the brother or the pers- the real-life actor kept on popping up. So there must be some relation. There was 
talk online and like this is the thing about the internet we'll be repeat reporting on stories when we don't have the whole story yet but people were saying that his brother had come out and said that this is not the first time he's done this and that yeah and then apparently retracted that and came out and said i support my brother yeah it's all very confusing that's the thing yeah that's the brother he's definitely the brother because the um dre's character is played by Sarunas jackson and the brothers called darius jackson Work. Um, and they they're also involved in some kind of legal issue. Or oh, what between the two of them? I think so. So, while Darius Jackson is dealing with domestic abuse allegations from Kiki Palmer, his own brother is clearly has his own. Oh, he has his own legal issues because he impregnated one of the girls from Insecure, and I think they some issue, they have some child support issues. So is that the girlie who is the mother of Lawrence's baby? Yeah, in Insecure. So he. Oh yeah, my god! Messy. That's that's why Drake just disappears towards the end of Insecure because he was messing with the girls on the set. Well, yeah. Ross and the family. Yeah. Messy. Sometimes you have to be careful. Like, Honestly. People commented like this. She should have listened to... Um, who's that guy? Um, Usher? No. With the moustache who does family... family. Steve Harvey. Steve oh Harvey. my gosh, yeah, because Steve Harvey. He yeah. said, get you someone who's on the same level as you and she yeah. said oh but these guys on the same level as you they always feel insecure blah blah, blah. Um, yeah. and she went and she thought she'd found someone who was not going to be insecure and is actually the most insecure person you could ever probably have a yeah. child with and the worst thing is now you have a child with this person yeah so it's and it's so you are the thing that really scares me about stories like this is because I, I listen to a lot of crime podcasts and there are not every single abusive partner is like this but there are a lot of them who will just bide their time until they can do very serious yeah. harm to you and happily go to prison because at least they've got you out of the picture. Mm. And I just hate knowing that there are people who have people like that in their life because if it was me personally, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just don't, what do you do? Yeah. Like a friend of ours has not a great relationship with the father of her child. And the other day, I just really eerie feeling that he might hurt her mm. and what would i do yeah. if that happened and it's just crazy to even think that you would have someone in any of us would have someone in our life that would be like oh but he could kill me i think he I could kill think, me i can't think of it like that i just it's it's too hard like it's uh, it's just so like when you're making threats on my life where you're putting your hands on me well, the yeah, next step is yeah honestly we have to pray man yeah, you have to, and you just have to because you you can't be there because you don't know. You you and what not, would you do? What you, yeah, there? there's nothing you can physically do unless that door has been opened and you are invited to come in, and then also you're putting yourself into in danger potentially as well, and it's very scary. Yeah, you're acting like way. you're oh, and if I was there, they wouldn't. No, no. if they've decided that's what they're gonna do, all of you guys are going. Yeah, anybody gets in their way is going. Like the people, there are just certain. There are certain. I, I, I'm not trying to say. Obviously, there are many, many people where that doesn't happen. Mm. And that's not necessarily a good thing because obviously still something bad has happened to yeah. you. But, like, there are so many stories like that. Like, it's like the patterns are there. Mm. And, like, I don't... The problem is, if that person is going to do something like that, they're going to do something like that regardless so, of what you do. Yeah. So, anyway, I really hope for Kiki Palmer's sake that the courts grant her the custody yeah, and the get the restraining order. order. Yeah. Um, this person has shown his ass. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Um, you had an opportunity to just live a very good life with a very good woman and your and your child, and instead, whatever sickness is going on in your head, 
is now out for the entire mm-hmm. world to see. Mm-hmm. And the dark, you know what the really dark thing about that is? That man will find another woman. Yeah. Because I'll be girlies out there and being like, that would never happen, happen to yeah. me. I see, I'll see everything. I know everything. I'll tame him. Yeah, please. He can never do that to me. Please. Cut to you. Yeah. I mean, I'm praying for Kiki Palmer because she's she's gone through a whole roller cycle. Roller cycle? A roller, no, roller cycle. cycle. A whole roller coaster of <laughs> life. Um, and she's young. Like, she's so young. The baby's eight months old. Yeah. Isn't it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe a year. Like, and she, in a weird way, once she got pregnant and, you know, had the baby, came back, she had this new lease of popularity because everyone was like, Kiki's thick, Kiki's this, Kiki, you know? And then as her popularity has grown, her personal life has also... Yeah, because he's jealous of her. Yeah, of course. He's jealous of her. But she's been successful before him. And she will be successful without him. But the thing with people like that is they are so delusional and narcissistic that they truly don't think that they don't it doesn't matter what you've achieved the Mm. by the time you come with me you're not going to surpass me bear in mind you've not achieved anything Anything. about who are you you've achieved nothing and their whole thing is like take is slowly controlling you to a point where like everything you have passes through them now and so they can be like yeah you guys think she's really popular but she only gets to do this stuff because i allow her to do it Oh, eradicate all men. No, no, we're not saying that. <laughs> we were like one minute we're saying he's our white boy of the season. Now we're saying eradicate men. What's eradicate next? all men? Anyway, um, including the white boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only other crazy news that happened this week, in terms of, I think, was going Is back this to a surprise. What was the surprise? No, this is a surprise now. Ooh. So, um, is it about me? No, it's absolutely oh. not. No. <laughs> if this surprise is not worth it, I'm going to be really upset. Did you read anything about Will Smith, Jada, and Dwayne? Who the fuck's Dwayne? Um, from All of Us. No. Um, so, apparently... <laughs> Wait, All All of Us, there was a show that Will Smith like produced with his best friend, Dwayne Campbell. Tisha Campbell's husband. Ex-husband. Keep going. So... No, I'm thinking one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. So... I think he may have been a one-on-one, but it was all in that genre. Okay. It, it all happened on Trouble. It used to be... Yeah, yeah I think yeah, this is yeah. a Trouble show. It's defi- yeah, it's definitely a Trouble show. Okay. Um, so, basically, Will Smith's friend came out and said... Oh, is he gay now? No. <laughs> He's bisexual? Is that no, a whole thing? No, the that friend was saying to Tasha, Tasha Kay... In Who's an interview, Tasha Kay? She's some um, YouTuber, um, gossip, gossip site. Um, Cardi B sued her. Because yes. he lied about her. And she's still paying her back to this very day. Right. We are carrying and you're bringing these guests with... Who are just going to slander <laughs> all over your pod. Exactly. Um, well, for Tasha Kay to basically say, with friends like you, you don't need enemies, to the guy, it's something serious. What do so say? basically the guy said that... Um, he didn't give a time frame. But there was a time when he was looking for Will Smith. Um, I think they were on set. And trying to find him went to his dressing room and walked in on Dwayne and Will Smith having sex. Or as he says... On Will set? Yeah, in the dressing room, Will Smith was bent over and Dwayne <gasps> was murdering him, is the word he used. <laughs> and that's my surprise for this week. <laughs> so I saw the thing of, yeah. like... I saw the thing of... That guy. 
Right, so that guy plays the dad in something else. Um, what is he in? Maybe this is the... No, no, maybe this is the show. All of Us? Yeah, maybe this is the show I'm thinking of. Yes, no, I think this is the show. Yeah, yeah. But Will Smith, like... It's crazy Will, I think Will, exactly like, Yeah, Will and Jada, I think... But didn't he just put, release an article saying that, like, he feels brave enough to tell the world that he's bi now? Really? No, Dwayne Martin. Correction, Dwayne Martin. Um, Can you look that up? Yeah, I've gone to, yeah. Um... I guess he's said it because I guess the story just come out that he was getting railed by his friend. No, that is sort No, it's just it's just No, not Dwayne Martin. Will Smith. Will Smith. What? I've not heard this. Let me see. And I just got do you know what the thing is, they've inundated us with so much fucking shit yes. that I don't even bother to read these articles yeah. anymore. The friend was called Brother Bailau, who said that he made that comment on Tasha Kay's um show but there's no sorry who is brother who is he brother he's the the guy he's the mate he's a friend well the quote-unquote friend friend. quote-unquote wilson's friend that basically said that will and um dwayne martin were having sex this could be fake i'm telling you and she stood around with facebook open marriage statement what is this website yeah it's not it's not russian it's not oh she gives a very interesting answer Okay, okay. Will Smith. Um, She's not saying none of that's true. Mm. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, of course. <laughs> doesn't mean it's not. True. It's weird. Will Smith doesn't give me quit in any way. No, he doesn't. Way. It absolutely doesn't. He doesn't give me quit, but this person. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this person <laughs> is giving me does the bending over. That's why I'm finding the story very interesting. Yeah, because he said that... I just Will remember that... Was, Will was getting murdered. Yeah, that oh. clip of um, oh, Janet Jackson in that Tyler Perry film when she's like... <laughs> Is that where she Who's doing the bending? And he's like, I don't know what... Oh, so you're doing the bending? What is that from? What is that movie? No, okay, no. Oh, I'll find it. It's so... Oh... What is, I'm telling you, black people's obsession with people being gay is... Interesting. It, it's the, uh, it's the most wild. salacious thing you can say yeah. about a black person yeah, yeah. who is but saying that, that this straight. If you're a black person who's already who's out, it's not that salacious anymore. The thing is, Will Smith having sex with a man apparently is not something I'm struggling to get my head around with. What I'm struggling to get my head around with is whether he is the top or the bottom. <laughs> and I just I mean, don't buy that he's a bottom. I think we should say allegedly to everything. Allegedly. Because that brother Bilal or Bilal, you don't know if he's actually telling the truth, okay? So how does he know? How's, what, does he, what does he say is his link to the Smiths? Um, he, they, he's been friends with them for many, many Same. years. Same. <laughs> what the fuck? Where's the proof? Many, many years of being Was friends. you at their wedding? Where's the proof? I think we should be able to post pictures of the two of you together. You guys I mean, he's like posted videos of them together okay. where, you know... I think they were talking about Will's book release, whatever. But look, we don't know what's true or what's not, but the description and uh, how vivid it was. Anyone can make up a story. I, that, I mean, that is very true. Maybe he was just actually describing a dream he once had. I mean, that there is was one time true. I did walk into the room and I did see him having sex with an owl. Uh, it was very mm. graphic. The owl was giving it to him. He was taking it from the owl. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, look, we have to wait and see. Um, Jada came out deny all rumours and she said that they're going to sue him the friend so we're going to have they to not, wait and they're see they're not going to sue him they're not going to sue him but you know what it is what it is like me personally I don't know I don't know what it would be like to be outed 
like if you were trying to keep that a secret yeah in my head i'm always like if someone if someone was to out me for anything i would just come out and be like yep now what you can't use that you can't i would never let someone have stuff they can use on me no i'm here i was saying i did it so now it's It's, null and void yeah but it's easy for me to say that as a person who doesn't have anything to be out in yeah if i had stuff that i didn't want to be out there yeah i can't i I cannot confirm whether i would be that yeah blase about it maybe i'd be like this is the worst thing and tell my you know wife to go out there and lie for me yeah it's true. But also, but, I feel like if I felt like it needed to be a secret that much, I probably wouldn't be getting railed at work. You know, that's not where I'd be doing that. That to me is the behavior of someone who doesn't give a hair. Yeah, true. I mean, they must have. I mean, well, you need to watch his interview. I I didn't watch the interview in full. I just saw the snippet where he talked about their murdering, and I was like, okay, wild. And the way Tasha K kept on talking to him, going like, hm, you ain't no friend, made me feel like unless they out. They yeah must they must have because what would um, provoke you to re- reveal this if yeah. it's true, honestly? Because you you've been keeping this deep 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 down and hidden for yeah. a very long time. Um, but that yeah, it's true. I don't know. We have to wait and see. Honestly, listen but. well. If you are by live your best life. Yeah, it seems like maybe you already are. Maybe because I mean, on set. I was gonna say something where I was like, "Oh, well, why would you do that?" But then I just remember Jimmy Savile used to bring yeah. kids up to his yeah. dressing room and yeah. managed to make it all the way to being a dead person before he actually faced any reckoning yeah. for that. So maybe you do get that you get that cocky. Not that I'm saying that what Will Smith did is anything <laughs> no. like Jimmy Savile, but what I'm saying is that like people really do be keeping secrets. Oh, that's true. I mean, the Smith brand is at this moment in time is in the toilet because. Every week, there's some news what, what, that no one wants to know about, but what, we just have to know it. They're like the Kardashians. Do you feel like once Will won his Oscar, he was like, yeah, now I'm good to just be like, do whatever now? Because what I don't understand about J.P. Pinkett Smith as well, it's like, your job is actor. But really? somehow your job has become... Influencer. Just telling people your business. No, yeah. I wouldn't call it influencer. She never influenced me to do anything other than change the channel. <laughs> yeah. But somehow your job has become just telling people your business. yeah. And what I don't understand is you only have so many stories, surely. Yeah. Why was when you went out? Just keep on making stories. Or your stories become so minute. It's like, I woke up today and I saw the rain falling down the window and it made me think about life. You Do may you fall down the leaf. <laughs> because another thing that's really interesting as well, like, Jaden and Willow are yeah. virtually non-existent. Yeah. Eclipsed by their parents, drop like. Yeah. Imagine just be going about your day, then you pick up a newspaper and it's your mum saying that she railed your dad with a dildo. Like, what the hell? I just what? Give me a break. I don't understand why you're you're, you're scrumping, scrumping. Why you're scrambling for this relevance? Because you're already irrelevant. You're Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Like literally, all you have to do. They don't want to work. I'm saying that's what it is. Yeah, you don't want to work. Yeah. Because. I'm assuming you're making money from all the all of the press for this thing. Yeah. So this is what you're just gonna release a book every year. Yeah. But realistically, we only are interested in you guys because you're actors, and yeah. now you guys don't even and do act. that. I think they so now you're just two I old do... people telling me about your business. I'm against my will. Yeah, I think they're done with acting. I think they, I think they're done for the industry, and anything else they're working is stuff that they create and produce themselves. Honestly, but their their brand is so tarnished at the moment. I wouldn't want to go near them. I mean, and weirdly, I feel like. It probably won't make a difference to some sort of like studio exec yeah. to like, you know, buy a film or 
a show that they want to either produce or star in. Yeah. Because they're still Will He's Well, Will Smith is still Will Smith. Yeah, true. Like, He's an Oscar winner, Will yeah. Smith. But I think the problem would be, would they even have the time to do that when they're too busy <laughs> getting into mischief? Yeah. It's Just do something. Just do yeah. just even a little bit of work. Yeah. Just do the smallest just amount of work. I think the minute that Red Table Talk was gone, Jada lost her... P- like purpose because Red Table Talk provided the forum for her to say her ridiculous nonsense and because people weren't watching very often like at least it was just her space for her to release but now she's not releasing because Red Table Talk got cancelled and now she's going on any other platform that will give her the time of day and so she's using it to spread more news and be relevant like all the celebrities want to do is continue to stay relevant look at the kardashians they have evolved they've rearranged their faces they have lost weight put on weight put bbl take out bbl for what to be relevant i personally i was just gonna ask you do you think there is any celebrity that has mastered both like an interesting personal life and a successful career because I feel like you just end up falling into one of those yeah. stores. You can't do both. Can't, like yeah. the most prolific actors, you don't really know anything about them. I was Hence, saying, what I was saying about suddenly learning that Adam Driver joined. Like I knew he was a Marine. Yeah. I didn't realize he joined the Marines for revenge. For revenge, like that has really, yeah. really coloured my uh, interest in Adam Driver. Um, I think that's being authentically you in front of and behind the screen means that people are intrigued by you but respects your privacy and i think rihanna's a good example of that like i think like don't get me wrong she's probably had she's had a checkered past but she is successful on screen or in front of the camera or whatever she's doing and she still gives you glimpses of her personal life but she's not like she's definitely not in these streets and she doesn't have her friends going on podcasts to slander her name she's trying to be a girl who doesn't really have friends like that either no 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 I don't think she does and also like we've seen that she's gone through her era she's gone through like you know her being bad girl bad girl Riri we've seen her you know be clean up her image we've seen her grow up like there's nothing else for us to see beyond that and even the stuff that's happening with ASAP Rocky and him potentially, you know, having court cases, like, there's not a lot of news about that, massively. Court cases were all... Uh, for having a firearm. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know about this, actually. Yeah. Um, but, like, I still think that she's someone that's been able to balance the two, that she's authentic behind the scenes, so fans still want to know about her personal life, but she gives enough for you to leave her alone. Whereas someone like Beyonce, she gives you nothing. Yeah and we do not know that we don't know anything about her and i think that now they're kind of scrambling because i saw i saw something on instagram where she was doing like a not get ready with me but she was selling her perfume or one of her products coming out and she was doing like a bit of a video of to camera and just chatting to camera and then tina knowles had been doing an interview with what channel what show did she go on sherry shepherd or one of these talk show hosts um shows and then Jay-Z did another interview as well. And everyone was like, what's going on? Are they trying to be authentic? Are they trying to like get to know the people? Or are they trying to be with the people? Because they've had this guard for so long yeah. that now they want our relevance. So they are willing to go on these platforms that they would never have gone on because they're so celebrity field or fueled. But look, Will and Jada, I wish them all the best. I said that the last time when the slap thing happened, 
when they said they'd been separated for six, seven years, when this news has come out, like, they really need to stop and take a break, but I do wish them all the best. Just do some fucking work. Sorry. <laughs> I hate to quote Kim Kardashian. I don't actually. This is my favourite quote. People don't want to work these days. <laughs> they don't want to work it's these days. It's annoying because she got so much backlash for that quote, but she wasn't She's wrong. actually dead right. People yeah, actually don't, don't want, want to work. work. It's that they want to make money from just existing. Yeah. Telling us stuff we don't okay, need to yeah. hear or care about. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest. If Will Smith is gay, if he's bi, if he's straight, this doesn't affect me. Yeah. I want to watch film. Yeah. I just want to watch films. Yeah. Please act in a film so I can watch it. Yeah. I don't need to hear what's going on in your personal life. I don't need to be known Honestly, who you're bending over or not bending over. We need to go back to the old celebrity era where there was this like veil of celebrity. Get rid of the Instagrams. Yeah. The Instagrams is what's the problem. Because everyone wants to be like authentic and real on Instagram. You have like Kerry Washington doing dances on and I don't want to see. And I don't need to see it. I don't want to see the, scar- the start of Scandal doing anything other than wearing coats. <laughs> walking places honestly when the piece in the Wango announced that she had broke up with her husband in some like carousel that message, donkey <laughs> how dare you that I mean, I was, donkey that she was married to no. had the audacity to cheat on her yeah I mean they weren't married but they were in like a embarrassing like, serious relationship I'm yeah. telling you don't I'm, go do what Issa Rae did what was boyfriend friends, you true. will see one picture of him from the wedding date and you'll never it. see that man again because guess what you're not going to embarrass me no and it's so weird because I don't know who I can imagine Nikita with. But it would have been a white she's boy. apparently been going on dates with Jesse Jackson. Yeah, I know, I heard that, but that's just ridiculous. I honestly, Jesse Jackson's going to marry a white woman. Again. Maybe he won't. <laughs> Maybe Jodie jo- 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 Turner Campbell. Jodie Campbell Turner. Smith? Jodie Turner Smith. Jodie Turner Smith really put it down. And he Maybe. Said, I cannot go back. Once you go black, you can never go he said, back. I gotta get me another it's one. It's a black girl all year round. <laughs> you gotta get this. Yeah. It's not, it's it's not, not white black black girl summer. No, it's, it's not black, black girl, girl spring. spring. Black like girl year. year. Round. Um, but yeah. Speaking um, of that. <laughs> who do I see Lupita with? Um, I see her with. Do you know who I like for her? Who? That guy from the second Wakanda. Well, Wakanda Forever. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Wakanda Forever is the second movie. The water which... guy. Oh, him! I oh. liked him. Yeah, he was He was alright. Um, in the film, I was like, are him and Letitia gonna bump Oh, that or? was not supposed to happen. I don't know, there was a lot of tension. There was tension, but he was. He felt older. It was older. giving like, oh! Are you guys gonna kiss or what? This is crazy. I don't know. I wasn't getting that vibe. Well, I was getting. I was. I was saying in my head, it was like they're helping each other. And if it was me personally, I would have got him for the kiss, and then he would be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like I'm trying to save you. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I misread this because you've been like flirting with me all day. It's really weird. Like you keep saying like you're a queen and stuff. Like that's weird to me. That's what people say when they want to kiss you. He's like, you're literally a queen when you're from. I know, but like when you say it, I don't know. It's just making me feel like hair flip. Give me butterflies, like stop. You're like not wearing a shirt every time I talk to you as well. Like weird. Because I'm in the water. I'm a water boy. Like I'm wearing an outfit. You can be wearing an outfit. You know what I mean? But you keep coming (laughs) to see me, and your tits are out. It's just like I'm sorry. It's very distracting. Gosh, I think. So you're gonna move to me or what? Like what's going on? We're good. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good. Well, send me up back (laughs) to the house. Then why am I here? I thought I was gonna get a little smooching or something. But if we're not gonna smooch, me, let me go home, bro. I mean, that narrative would have probably made the story a little bit better. But yeah, because that's to kill him later on. Yeah, because second film was horrible. Um, I'm gonna watch it again. 
because every film deserves at least a second watch before you decide absolute hot no, garbage. It was. I think. Don't know. I didn't watch this twice, but once was enough for me. I really like the music. Yeah, but everyone loves the music. You can't like Black Panther the franchise. You can't get it wrong because there will always there will always be great artists that want to sing on it or perform on it. The first. The first one was, was, was incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. not as good as the first one. Okay. I just like the music. Yeah, um, Kendrick should have got a fucking Grammy yeah, for that or whatever, an Oscar. Should. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. Should we move on? Let's move on. To our review of the week. Do you, before we go, do you think you'll ever be a person who shares intimate details about your relationship with anybody? How intimate? Like I was talking to a friend. <laughs> I was talking about if I was to get into a relationship, I was like, oh, I and like sex life and stuff. I was like, I wouldn't tell you. She's like, yes, you would. I was like, you, yes. It depends on the friends. But then I've also been thinking about, and I'm like, why are you telling people your business like that? No, I mean, I remember that our girlies, the ones that like were having a good time, will go into some detail. But there was one or two friends that were a bit more reserved about it. Yeah, and I actually and I, just feel like there's nothing uh, wrong with that. No, not at all. I feel, especially especially the, the friend that was really reserved, a lot of it was to do with like the respect that she wanted to have for her partner. She, like, she didn't want to talk about what he was doing. And I can't tell you what he's been doing. Um, and I kind of got that. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like that's my thinking. Yeah. If that's your man. And the fact that you know. If it was some random dude or whatever, but if that's your, you man, your man, you're going to marry that dude maybe. And you know him. I, I don't, don't want everybody to know what no, their business. No. So personally, if I'd be perfectly honest, probably me. You will. No, I wouldn't. You will. No, I wouldn't. You will be telling me. No. Otherwise, this podcast is over. Ah! Uh, End the podcast then. If you're fine. Shh. No, I mean, I just, I think there will be a boundary. Because, like, I think there just will be. But you have to tell me about it. What do you mean I don't have to tell you? You asked me a question and I said... I'm not telling you about... I'm not saying tell me about every single time. I just... We're I, talking about at least an average of three. <laughs> like, in our whole life, we have three stories. You have three stories. I get you, three you stories. You have like three wishes. You, they say yeah. Aladdin's. I think that's fair though. Isn't that fair? Because then I'm like the same people. Every time you see them, them ask you what's going on, what we done, you don't have to answer that because it get, everybody gets you get three answers. Are you going to use the wish but now? What if, what if I keep on forgetting and I'm uh, what no, else? No, you have to what, write down. what if, what if I'm in a group down. setting and I've told you one thing, the other no, guys no, no. two Everybody things. has to request a single one on one request. My thing is what level of intimacy they can share it amongst themselves. Yeah, but my, what level of intimacy? Because if you can pick. yeah, okay, fab. So then if that's the case. You, we held hands. No, that's not. You know that that's, that's intimate. I'm gonna to be me. very clear about what I'm asking for. I know you're gonna I'm be asking. Saying, I know you're gonna be asking. When was the first time you were intimate? I'm not gonna be asking stupid questions like that. No, you know, like, you know, some of our girlies will. How big? Yeah, of course. Of course. And I can't tell you that kind of information. Was their ego? <laughs> Psych. See, you thought you knew, but you didn't know. But I, yeah, I, me personally, it just really would depend. And out of respect for my partner. Some stories will never see the light of day. So I could happily do an Issa Rae in life. Not to me. <laughs> yeah, you could do it in life, but you could not do that to me. What about girl? Because I'll be standing up in that wedding. Yeah. I object, <laughs> because who is he? I've never seen this side of my life. I was going to say... Cut the cameras, dead ass. Definitely not one of our girlies, but a girl that we were mutual friends with on the socials announced that she was engaged. 
did not show the, the man's face. I mean, tactically, every time, even people that were sharing stories of congratulations, the guy's face was just nowhere to be found. I don't, first of all, I feel like people even posted online that they've got engaged if they don't want to show who they're engaged to. Keep it to yourself. I don't even think I would post a wedding if I did. If I'm, if I'm truly saying I don't want people to even know we're together, which is weird, by the way. That, that gets, I think when it gets to marriage, it's a bit weird. But it's, yeah, sometimes a it's bit weird. weird yeah. I'm not posting it then. Yeah. Like, I would be, you would have to, if you want to know who I'm with, you have to somehow intuit what that person's name is. Look up Look, their, their Instagram and, then find and find the me on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they can post they you, can but post yeah. They as much as I would say. Wait, as long as we friends. Would you be pissed off if they don't post you? Not really. Okay, then that's fine. If they're posting other girls, that's a different conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's a bigger conversation, like, completely. But I... But I also don't have a problem with posting my partner. I just I just might not tell you that's who that is. You, or you like, I'm not going to put in the caption, love this man yeah. to bits. He's my rock. Yeah. I might just be, here's a photo dump. And, and, and is this dude the picture number seventeen yeah, of yeah. twenty? Like, interesting. Who's this dude? Is this like, it's just someone's hand. They're like, yeah. whose hand is that? Whose hand be popping up? On yeah, but picture? that hand is very muscly and heavy. That hand is on her thigh. Whose hand, hand is, is that? that? And that's it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I um, I'm like, who even takes all these key pictures of me? That's true. My man. Um, so that's he's the honestly he's when, taking the picture. when I saw that girl got engaged in the mutual, like, um, on the socials. I went back to her Instagram page and I was like, just like one single picture. There's no picture of the guy, but I was like, who's taking all these cute photos? That's your answer. But, but then I saw this really fun video about soft launching. Yeah. And someone was like, no, I want a hard launch. I want a passport picture. And I was like, that's actually very, like a very cool way to like, like in a series of holiday photos, yeah. post a passport picture of yourself yeah. and then post a passport picture of your partner and then not say anything. I mean, it will... If passport pictures are quite interesting, but yeah. Like you've got, not, obviously not their oh. real passport picture. I'm about you've got into a, you've got into a, a and okay, taken Yeah, a I get that. Like, oh, who's that person? Fourth, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I've not tagged him. That's so you're true. like, who is he? He's gorgeous. Do I mean, comment, who is the guy? Yeah. I'm not responding. <laughs> Don't ever do a that. A year from there now. There is no way you can't, you, there, there is no way I would not find out about that. Well, you would know because uh, you could just pick up the phone and ask me. But I'm saying if you don't know me that well, that's you can't true, call that's me. True, you're that's not getting true. a response to that. Picture. But this is the thing, and it's crazy because and then but we're both we're both posting that at the same time. So when you go okay, hard socials, launch, yeah, hard launch of me, me. I've got a hard launch of him. I think that's quite nice. I mean, that again is the whole Easter egg of it. But oh, we're not together in any of those pictures. So later on, if we break up, you can just delete. <laughs> true, that's delete. true. <laughs> I think my thing, and I completely forgot my thought. Oh, I forgot my thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot it. Aww. But actually, yeah, I have to talk now. I, <laughs> I, it's such a big song and dance of, oh, I forgot it, I forgot it. But that's going to be a really good point. Um, I wish we kind of almost go back in time. You know when Facebook used to have like the top friends? Mm-hmm. And even MySpace used to have the top friends. But I wish that Instagram just had a place for top friends that only my top friends can see my grid, only kind of top friends can see my stories. Yeah, you Basically, can close friends. Yep. Yeah, but they post as well. No. Yeah, that's the thing. I basically Make a to them. Ba- yeah, basically, I want to get another Instagram yeah. profile like our and friend Colleen, Colleen, well. what's her face, yeah. Rooney, and only have like ten people that I love and care about. I think and then I then I'll have like a really private like this is my life dump because my Instagram, for instance, I don't post a lot on it because it's not like my pressure. My Instagram is private, but there are people that are not in the inner circle, mm. not even in the outer circle. They're in the expanding circle. And 
I don't want them knowing my business. That's fair. That is very true. But anyway. But, um, yeah, get a fenster. Yeah. I would get a fenster, but I also, I'm going to be honest. There are certain types of stories that people and couples do that I just think, ill. Well, you say, means Instagram stories or stories? Instagram that stories. Where it's just what? like, walking the dog. What's that? It's just cute. Getting a beer. I'm like, ill, I don't give a heck about this. I mean, it's just, when you're in a couple. Unless you're in a hot tub. I think this is like there was a there was a level of quite mundaneness. With yeah, I would, I'm not saying yeah. you don't take pictures of those moments, but I'm like that is not entertaining enough for yeah, me yeah, to share. Yeah. Maybe I'm very specific about what goes on my Instagram, but I'm like I want cool stuff on my Instagram. I don't want yes. The two of us wearing we're wearing Wellingtons. Again, mundane, but you know it's love. When you're know. when you're in that position, you probably will have your that own. That won't be me. That won't be me. It'll be you and your your bae in cute outfits, <laughs> like complimented. You'll be yeah, wearing if we're your, going. Somewhere. You're wearing the, no. You you Not guys. Just us you guys are literally. You, yes, and or you guys are walking and just having a coffee outside. You're dressed the same way Chelsea Lacansley, whatever her name is. Lacani. 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 Yeah, you're dressing like Chelsea. He's dressing like the husband. From no, the be- dress better than that, please. The husband in um, Chelsea's birthday party. Better than that. <laughs> wow. And then, but you're, you guys are literally going to a coffee shop, a local coffee coffee shop with sustainable coffee down the road. The only way you would see photos like that is if my husband happens to be a famous actor and paparazzi <laughs> have snapped a picture of us in our sweats, which are obviously very expensive. Yeah. I'm matching. Yeah. yeah. And we're doing that walk where both of you are like looking down, but you're holding hands. So And you've like got a hat on and he's like really, doing that thing where you're like, you look at the photo and he's like, oh, he must really like her the way he's on. He's like, hey man, stop. I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> so That's the only way you're ridiculous. ever going to get pictures of me and my so ridiculous. walking to a coffee shop. What the hell? I you know, just, I, why are we walking to a coffee shop? You have money. Let's Uber this coffee. I don't want to leave this house. I honestly feel like that's the case. And also, I feel like, I, I feel like even if you date as a celebrity, that you may be secretive at the beginning, but at one point you're just gonna let it rip and just tell us all the stories. I would tell you guys all the stories and all the secrets. I would let the, I would let the Instagram know via why is money at all these events. I would never post him. Yeah. I'll just post like what I'm wearing to the event. So I'd be like, I'm at the Baftas. That's weird. Oh, I'm at the Brits. That's weird. So oh, I'm at the Oscars. That's weird. Like, why I'm, is she I'm at all these events? I would never post it, old dude. But. The, the internet sleeves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of true. Like, of course. She's always at the same place that he's, he's at. always at. Their outfits are kind of like matching colour-wise. And then hard launch on the red carpet. I think hand that's, that's hand. the best hard launch. That's the best hard launch. But, you know. Obviously, you'll be noticing something change about me because the glow-up will be happening. Nails done every week. Lashes. All of a sudden. I don't even have to do lashes. <gasps> Why are you changing your life for this man? Because I'm on the red carpet. Now, it's not for the man. It's for the red carpet. I'm actually done. Hair, new hairstyle every week. I bet, bruh, didn't I just see you with a really cute wig? Now you've got another one. No, now I don't have a wig. Now I'm doing savings again. Because I have the money. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could get £700 sewn if I want. My husband pay for it. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I and I have know. to get it. Yeah, I'm fine too. It's not a big deal. Monte Carlo for Cannes. And then we're going to Dubai. Even though I would never go to Dubai because I... I, don't, support I do, yeah. I. I'm in LA this week. Um, can't record the pod because I'm in LA, but um, I can afford like really nice mics now. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. You gonna help us with some mics? Yeah, we've got like a studio space because that'd be cool. Bay, like he actually owns a studio space. So what's my bae gonna do? Um. <laughs> ha ha. 
I don't know. And that's completely up to you. And I support that. I'm He'll just be saying... dusting the table. <laughs> Your face is like, just... he's a sound engineer. Yeah. I'm sorry. Your without... eyes connect. Without, like, without him, we won't have sound. 100%. So, you know. And I'll be like, Shoshana. I'll suddenly like, become like our other friend who's like, every time they see any person, they're like, make... the two of you. <laughs> must connect. You guys must connect. I think you guys have something. That's the it's it's like you love I would the intention never you like you love the Unless intention I really thought that you guys would be a good match but I wouldn't tell you that's the thing I, I really thought you were going to be a good match so I would tell anything. you I would just be like oh I'd be like babe bring him to dinner I'm at like oh we bumped into each other <laughs> then you and I would be out and be like oh my god babe what are you doing here oh yeah. Calvin's here yeah. <laughs> Shoshana you've met Calvin oh you haven't Calvin Shoshana Shoshana it's Calvin anyway me and Shoshana are having a really in-depth conversation please don't disrupt us um, so but Catherine, did I'll you be say honest, that you recently? The, the, the thing is, I was really, I'll be able to sniff this out. You recently started. I was sniff- going to a new church. <laughs> <laughs> I would sniff this out from a mile away. What's the name of that church? Oh my gosh. This, quite this, a few churches in that area. That's the thing. You, you see, that's Shushana. why. That's why I don't. Want my, I don't want my friends involved with setting me up. I'm not setting you up. No. If you're, you're in, if you're indirect setting up, I didn't it's set setting up. up. I didn't set this up. But you're indirectly trying to maneuver this is, something. This is Calvin's favorite restaurant. I don't I'm know sure that. Was, I don't know Calvin like that. I'm sure. I've never met Calvin. Like Why that. is your husband looking through the window? Huh? <laughs> I can see him peering. <laughs> My thing is, I like. I think it's sweet, and actually, a lot of people do meet their partners through like mutual friends. But, and I do trust you guys. I'm not, I'm not saying you up. I'm just creating. A meeting. If you afterwards say to me, "Hey, I liked Calvin. What's his vibe?" That's one thing. If you don't, I hate Calvin. You don't have to see him again. I'm not gonna say nothing. Okay. The next time I see him, it's like, "Oh, I heard you don't like me." And that is the beginning of the meeting. <laughs> and that's, and that's, that is the real meeting. No, and then then you'll be hearing the stories. No, this is uh, Pride from Prejudice him. Now, now Pride and Prejudice. then going back to your original question, I would end up having to tell you stuff. I don't want to you don't because you really him. know him. And then I would actually see, but in that case, I'd be like, maybe don't tell me. No, I don't want to. That's good. And that's, that's in general. It's not just you personally. And I'm saying it's fine. I know Calvin, obviously. I know you. Don't tell me about Calvin's penis because I know him. It would be weird I, if yeah. you told me about that. I'm trying to think, has any of my friends told me about their partner's peen? They probably have. I just deleted it from my memory. Yeah. I just don't even I want really to know that information. Yeah, no. But if you tell me any, if you tell me a story that's weird enough, I'll never forget it. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to think. No, I don't, I don't think I know any like weird, weird stories. I pretty much know how each of my friends lost their virginity, but that's pretty much it. I really wish I didn't need to know that information. Yeah, you do. No, you need that information. It's important. I don't think it's we. Important. It's important I don't think we need to know that information. And. I'll be asking about how Calvin lost his virginity once you find out and tell me. <laughs> and I will tell you when I find out how Ben lost their virginity and tell you. It's important for us to know. We need to cross these hurdles. We need I to just, know. I just, yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway, we, we're so off topic. Yeah, we're so off. I, Let's get to our review of the week. Seven Sunset. Season seven on Netflix. I can't believe we're in seven seasons of the show. But then it's weird that they're calling it season seven because isn't it 6B? Yeah, 6B. Because they did the trailer for this season. Yeah. 
at, on, at the end of six. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't do a trailer for the next season on this one, did no, they? No, because they're, they're now going back into filming. Exactly. Yeah. So this means that they'd already filmed this, in which case it's six B, it's not seven. No, but you know, you just need to drag it out. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, we return to see all our favourite ladies. Name them. Chriselle, Mary. No, that's not Billy's favourite lady. Okay, okay. If it's, if it's just my personal favourite ladies, it's Chriselle, Emma's I, and Chelsea. Chelsea, because she is the closest we're going to get to Christine. Yeah, and the thing is, she's black. And she's black. Amanda, because she's black, I but actually she's not my fave. She, Amanda's not I my favourite. I think Amanda just has great hair. She has Every great hair. She has a hairstyle. She does. Great. But she worked hard this season to be relevant. Ooh. She worked really hard, in my personal opinion, because she, in previous seasons, she's kind of dwindled in the background. Being cute, staging houses sometimes. She would go girl by girl because their drama's okay, yeah. like, I feel like the drama's they're this all season was, Yeah, and, and they're quite like, weak. not very, yeah. So, who should we start with? Chriselle? Yeah. Or Chelsea? Chelsea and Brie? Chelsea and Brie. Oh, Brie is to me. The epitome of go girl, give us nothing. Oh, Brie had the funniest conversations this season yeah, when she, she was like, Jason, I want a 90 10 split. And he said, Nobody gets a 90 10 split here. And she was like, Well, I want a 90 10 split here. And she was like, We haven't sold the house, Brie. And she was like, But I still want a 90 10 split. She's like, of a What's my incentive of selling the house if I can't get the 90 10 split? And he said, This is. This is a chicken and egg situation. Yeah. And I'm telling you, even way, I'm not going to give you 80 20. Yeah. Whether you sell a house or you don't sell a house. The thing is, she, so, yeah. she went into that conversation going, I've almost got Sawiti to sign the dotted line for this house. I'm like, which she's had since last season, which re- technically has not been that long because they filmed those two seasons yeah, back to back. But in our time, it's like, didn't you meet Sweetie last year? Yeah. Are you still talking about Sweetie now? Yeah. And also, yeah, Ant sold a house. No. And the thing is, it's really, so cheeky to ask. It is. Like, I can't imagine like pay, asking for a pay rise <laughs> three months into my job having done nothing. Absolutely like, nothing. And she was like, I brought new clients. If anything... Why did you come here if you knew that the split was 80-20? If 90-10 if is so important to you? Because let's be frank. That's like you're, you've taken a job that's going to pay you less than your current job pays, but you've taken it thinking that you're going to be able to leverage once you get there. True. Well, who told you that? Yeah, and I'll say, let's be honest, they may get 80-20, but the commission's... In, sorry, in commissions of selling their home, but in reality, the celebrity they get off being on Selling Sunset far exceeds the 80-20 split because they are making bank outside of real estate. That's why all these girls don't want to be on the show. And that's why this girl came on the show. Yes, she... I thought she came on the show to tell us that she's in an open relationship with... I think that's also the case. You know, she had the kind of thing. She needs to pay her... She needs to provide for her kids because it's not like Nick is doing it. That, this is what I mean. The situation with the Nick thing is so unclear. Yeah. One minute it's there in the open relationship. The next is that she needs to provide for her son. Does he have money? Are you in a relationship with this man or not? Because how come you're the only person providing for the child? Very true. That's given single mum. But mm. you're saying that you're in a relationship with somebody. And then Chelsea asked a single question. To be fair, I get it. Chelsea was being quite judgy. Yeah. For her. I do also see where Chelsea's coming from where she was like, when I had that conversation with you girls in the office, you guys were also saying, I don't get it. True. Now you've decided you're friends with Brie, suddenly you don't remember the time when you was backing me in that conversation. So now it's like, I was by myself in the office, dragging out a beef that you guys actually was with me on at the beginning. Fair enough. We've decided... For, I mean, in the in the first instance, you probably should have had so many opinions about someone else's relationship, right? True. And 
you didn't give Brie a chance. But equally, I can like you and also still not agree with the way that you live your life, right? That's true, yeah. That's true. I personally feel like, in the Nick Cadden thing, it is not anybody at your workplace's business who you sleep with, who yeah. you have a child with, how you parent that child, how you are in a relationship with that person. That's entirely your business. And yeah. I support Brie in that being like, why do you even care about this? Yeah. Um, so on that side, I feel like Chelsea doesn't really have a leg to stand on. Yeah. But um, it also feels like Brie stretched out for this season. This, am I going to get over this thing with Chelsea or not? When it's like, I mean, if Chelsea says she's over it, well, she's going to stop doing it. And you are proud of the way that you live your life. What's the problem? Yeah. It kind of felt like she wanted Chelsea to say that the way she lived her life was good. I agree. I think that she wants the validation from Chelsea. And Chelsea's just like, look, I made a mistake. I dragged on this storyline about, you know, all the, this rumour and the conversation about your relationship with Nick Cannon. And I thought people were going to back me and everyone actually loved you. And I'm sorry because I was wrong. And just left it as that. But Brie, yeah, she wanted her so to be like, like So are you saying that you, you understand why? She's like, I'm not, I don't understand why I need to say I understand the way that yeah. you live your life. You live your life your way, I live my life my way. But like, if that is your land, that's Agreed. your land. I agree. And I mean, some people are saying it's not your man, but that's, that's, that's for you. That's you, it? yeah. It's not for me. I think also the reason why she didn't accept the apology is because what other storyline what yeah, she didn't yeah. have because no, apart from when Cassandra came later in the season but who else is coming for Brie no one else is because Brie's kind of made her alliance and because she's not sending houses like it's not like she's bringing big big talent and celebrities to the brokerage so what is her value that's the key thing apart from her outburst right at the end of the season there's nothing else that she was actually doing. So go, yeah. girl, give us nothing. It, it felt like Brie's drama this season was this thing with Chelsea, which got squashed, and then this new thing with that girl. Was her name Francesca? Uh, Cassandra. Cassandra. And then um, wanting more money from the Oppenheim group that you don't have anyway because you haven't sold a house. Yeah, and the fact that she felt bad... Or she was jealous because Chelsea was given a higher listing than yeah, she Yeah, yeah. She felt like she should get a ten million pound ten million dollar listing, despite the fact that she hasn't sold a house yet. And she was basically saying and the listing that she got was five million. And in her head she was like, I can do this with my eyes closed. She hasn't sold it. She literally was like, I don't sell any listing less than ten mil. I was like, What, what listing have you sold? What listing? Yeah, I just didn't really understand that the desire all of a sudden because it also came and felt like it came out of the blue like I know she was upset about the um about Chelsea getting that listing yeah but it felt like Jason made the terms of this thing quite clear like if you sell a house yeah I will gain more confidence in you yeah. and bring you onto more properties those are the terms it's yeah. sort of like when you work anywhere and, they, and you go oh, I'd love a pay rise they go great if you can raise x yeah we'll give you a play rise. Personally, I've never had to do that because my work quality is perfect. <laughs> but, um... No, I'm not laughing because I know it's true. No, but once I did, I did, I did ask for a pay rise and I asked for like a, a five, no, I asked for a pay rise, I didn't say how yeah, much. Yeah. And they came up and like, we're going to give you this much of a pay rise. And I was like, oh, I was kind of hoping for more than that. And they're like, we don't think you've done enough work to, to earn that. How dare you? And at the time I was really upset and then I found out one of my colleagues had deliberately asked for them not to give me that pay rise oh interesting. so that had explained that but like in 
the way that they pitched it to me was like, well, we can see that you've improved X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Then we can revisit this conversation. Mm. It feels crazy to be like, I've done nothing. Please give me more yeah, money. True. Or that you didn't arrange this at the top of taking a job. Like yeah. if I was really sitting there, cause she was like, I don't think you're taking money out of my kid's mouth basically. And it's like, yeah. why would you move to an agency? Where if you did the calculations in your head, you would not earn enough money True. to take care of your kid and not have talked about that at the top. True. That's weird to me. I would not take a job that couldn't cover my bills right yeah. now. 100%. If I already had had a job that could cover my bills right now. You can't marry potential. And you can't get take a job out of potential. It's if, very weird behaviour. It is. I mean, I do think this whole Sunday Sunset thing is, if you are part of the Oppenheim group, of course you sell some houses and you make money for the commission. But if you're part of the show, you are going to make more money because you are a celebrity. I think your the problem is, what is Bree's thing? <laughs> Not being Nick Cannon's baby mama. Yes, and that's the problem, right? Yeah. It's like, even if the show brings you celebrity, it's like, but what am I going to yeah, do? I have really. nothing to show you. I mean, I think the show used to out. Yeah, true. I didn't know that. And she's Bree... in a Lifetime movie. Oh, is she? Yeah. Good for her. Like, I didn't know that um, Bree was in one and She couldn't talk about it because of the strike. Like, and yeah. now she can. Okay. Oh, so oh I didn't know she was a one and Is that how they met? Apparently, yeah. But so she can rap? No, because what I saw her in the clips that I saw What was she doing on her, there? She was just kind of like being one of the, the side girls, just like oh. cheering everyone on, but not definitely not rapping. And when they were saying, I think she was in an interview and they asked, oh, how did you meet Nick? And, oh, when did you guys get together? The timelines were off. Like when people were like doing the math, it was like, well, wasn't Nick still with Mariah? Well. Mm-hmm. You get them how you lose them. Oh. I mean, because... While she was pregnant with her own baby, he was impregnating two other girls. You don't claim a man who doesn't claim you. Yeah. I'm not going to come on TV and say, that's my man, we're in an open relationship. He's impregnating three of them. That's not what no. an open relationship is, come by the way. On. A relationship doesn't mean your husband can go and impregnate as many women as he likes. Yeah. And now you've got 14 stepkids. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. No. I say, I'm even saying husband. He's not your husband. He's just it's your not boyfriend. His boyfriend. And I saw them do like a TikTok and like, Oh, like, I saw that when he disappears. Yeah. Um, when she's holding the baby, she's like, let's take a family photo. No, no. Oh, oh no, it wasn't that, that was one. Funny. It was when um, she was getting her nails done and Nick's reaction to it was like over the top. And it was like, you know, when you get your fresh yeah. set. And I was like, and everyone was like, oh, you know that Bree's the favourite. You know that Bree's the favourite. I was like, I don't want to be part of this competition. Literally. I don't want to be part of this. I'm the best of the 15 other. Shut up. I'm, I'm good, The thinking. best is Mariah, obviously. Yeah, let's be real. Um, But yeah Brie one thing I will say I liked about Brie was when they had that conversation at the dinner table where <laughs> Amanda was like um go I'm I'm just gonna go and hope that something leads oh, oh I'm gonna build it I'll build it and they will come and um Brie is like oh from Noah's Ark and she's like no it's from a film called The League of She's like, no, that's what Noah said about the Ark. And then <laughs> Brie was like, no, it's a it's a quote from a film. And then, um, what's that girl's name? Emma. Uh, Emma, Emma was yeah. like, yeah, so it's a film about these girls who play baseball. She was like, no, I know, but the film got it from the Bible. And she's like, the Bible's a book. Oh, that was so dumb. They're so I'm funny. Sure that was so, really funny, That was actually. funny. It and was I was like, how have we the smartest person in, this, in, in the group of you? I know. I'm Yeah. I thought you had. So... Yeah, I I don't know what Bree's storyline will be if she comes back to Series 7. For context, halfway through the season, this new character comes in called Cassandra, who apparently knows Bree. And I mean, she came out strong. She's like, hey, Bree, I know you. We, we've known each other for, for years. And blah, blah, I mean, blah. it's very weird because... 
I think everybody has a person who they're like, hey, we've met before, and you're like, have we? And yeah. they say, and you're like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Yes, we yeah. have. If someone tried to tell me that we've known each other for years, and I'm saying, I don't know you, that's, stop talking to me. Like, yeah. just leave it. Like, if, I met, if I met you outside, first of all, this wouldn't happen. No, of course it wouldn't. But like, imagine we met outside, and I was like, Shoshana. Yeah? And you're like, it's like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, it's me. Huh? I don't know you. I'll be like, huh? Oh, um, hey. Then I wouldn't say anything at at that event. I would message you afterwards and be like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) What the fuck do you think you're doing? Don't ever embarrass me like that again in my life. I'm out here telling that's my best friend Shoshana and she acted like she never met me before. I'll be like, who's that? And you are? (laughs) Okay. The the next time I meet, as soon as I meet Chelsea, I'm like, Shoshana used to wet the bed. (laughs) I've been there, Shoshana. I know all her secrets. She can't read. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god she can't read she used to wet the bed um her hair fake oh my her I, nose fake <laughs> but nothing my, about her is real but the things that what the accent me that she's doing that's not her real accent i'll fucking drag you bro i mean the good thing is cassandra didn't really drag, my friend like yeah her. yeah cassandra didn't drag her she don't but, remember no she doesn't no but Bree's attitude was so cold yeah that's that was your biggest red flag because the minute she was so bothered and everyone was like... So what? people were saying online that, like, they used to... The, the reason why Brie was being so fingered is because they used to dance. Yeah, hooters. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who gives a fuck about I that? I know, I know. But maybe Brie does? I don't know. I get it, though. If I was on this show for real estate, and they started bringing girls I used to strip with... Not that yes. I, They don't actually do that at hooters, by the way. They're not, they're not a strip club. But, like, yeah. say, say that's what it was. I would also be like... You're not going to clown me. Yeah, I know true. what you're doing, but you're not going to clown me. I'm going to act like I've never met this girl before. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to embarrass you guys for even trying to set me up like that. Yeah. And I think that's why we have this kind of like cold front towards um, Cassandra to begin with. And then the minute Chelsea got wind of this, and let's be honest, Chelsea in the reunion was saying, oh, I wasn't trying to have a vendetta against Brie, but the minute that Brie didn't accept Chelsea's apology, Chelsea was back at it in terms of her hatred towards Brie. To be and fair, she wasn't immediately people. back at okay, it. Okay, it gradually but when, grew. When, cause, cause she, I think one thing that Chelsea had clocked and the reason why she apologised for Brie was that no one else is back in this beef. No. So I'm beefing on my ones and I'm yeah. not going to do that. Mm-hmm. When Cassandra came, she was like, okay, so I could have a, an ally in the beef so maybe it's worth me re-digging up the beef. Yeah. But the other thing is like, okay, so it's just me and Cassandra. It's still yeah. not really worth it, is it? No. Honestly, and in the reunion, she was trying to like make up for the fact that, oh, I didn't really try to like gang up on you. I wasn't really purposely doing that. But everyone's like, you can see it in the show. You can see that you have been trying to do that. But okay. what what was interesting is Wow, like, making the black girl villain. Wow. That's I know, I'm always going to use a risk. I know, I know. But the thing is with Chelsea in comparison to like other cast members or characters from other shows is like, she really leans into some of that herself. Like, yeah, because she's Christine's mate. Yeah, like, exactly. That's she came... The thing is, as much as... It went, there are no villains on this show. No, and... And, like, what Christine did really well was be the villain. And I feel like they brought Christian, um, Chelsea in mm. and made her a student of Christine yeah. specifically so we would have a, a villain. villain. Someone who's not afraid to speak their mind, say anything, and... And she, I bet she you makes the show. probably don't have beef in real life. No, they probably don't. It's just for the show. Yeah. It, she yeah. doesn't strike she honestly doesn't strike me as a person 
like you would even really be scared no. of like that to be like we have beef. I'm, well, Chelsea, Chelsea or Brie, I'm the, I don't think I'm, I'm not scared of either one. Brie looks like she'd shake you though. Yeah, she looks like she'd be scrappy. She might rock you. Yeah, she'd be scrappy a little bit, but, but one... Chelsea. No, she but I remember be... Chelsea can run fast though, so maybe that's how. You oh can... yeah, she can when she did that race. Yeah, yeah. she can run fast. And on her Instagram, she then raced um, the producers of the show. She beat really? them as well. Oh, wow. But she really is that bitch. Yeah. So I mean, don't get into a race with her. No, that's true. But you can definitely take her down. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot of her. No, it's very true. You know? um, the boobs are half the... <laughs> Literally, if you push her, yeah, she's yeah, just going yeah. down. She'll just bounce back. But... Yeah, um, yeah so that's why with Brie and the Cassandra thing, the minute Chelsea saw that they were frosty. She tried to like get Cassandra on side, try to see if she can introduce Cassandra to Jason, so potentially have her as a broker. So in season seven, yeah, we most likely we will see her. No, she said We're that. No, we don't know. Well, in the reunion, um, this was behind the scenes, in between shootings. Chelsea said Cassandra played her, so. I don't know if we we're going to see Cassandra in season well, seven. Well, Cassandra was in a... She was in Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. So yeah. she is just a reality TV... Darling. Yeah. It just seems like she goes from place to place. This is the problem with... And, like, I really like... What I liked about Selling Sunset was that, like, you had to have a job at this place to be Very on Very true, show. yeah. And it's because it's now leaning into... A, we're a reality TV show. It's bringing in people and creating storylines yeah. for the sake of drama that, like ruins the thing that you liked about it which yeah. is that, like these people actually do have jobs they do sell houses yeah and they also happen to be like cutthroat and a bit bitchy yeah and they they look attractive i mean that's part of part of the job but it's but, like, like we're... it jumped the shark from like season two because yeah. as soon as they were like you know the first thing that came out and someone said maybe maybe one comment about their outfits and they were like right we'll just dial our outfits up to the max and, like every season you see the outfits and it's like this is because selling sunset has become that show where it's yeah. like come watch women <clears throat> wear insane outfits and not sell any houses yeah. and like the memes on tiktok everything about it is about like this like insanely aspirational show well yeah. all these insanely aspirational lives lived by people who are airheads yeah who fight about stuff that you're like and yeah um so at the end of the season brie well chelsea tried to get Cassandra and Breed's chat and understand why they've got a big difference because perfectly honest we don't really get to the bottom no, of we don't, why no. there's an issue with Brie and Cassandra aside from that Brie does, just doesn't like she didn't like the energy with which Cassandra came exactly in. and Brie is not someone that like she's not a warm person she doesn't like yeah, like people means. I mean she, she was the first person that said in season one like I'm not a girl's girl I don't really have girlfriends so I mean take that as you will literally yeah so right at the end Brie was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't, I'm not like you, um, Chelsea, to always have to make friends with everyone. Um, I don't feel comfortable. And she took off her mic and was like, I just can't do it with this show and walked off. In the reunion, um, Tam, is it Tam? Tam. Tam from Queer. Tam France. Um, yeah, who's hosting it? Oh, Tam France. That's the same. Oh, okay. He asked Brie, oh, are you gonna be returning to the Oppenheim group? And she was like, to be determined. Most likely Why she will be there. The I know. She most likely will be there because if you really want to leave, you'll do a Christine and just not show up. Yeah. Honestly. But again do something really dark and then just be like, I will not be, be attending. Yeah. So that was Brie. I again she's one of my least favourite characters and I I I'm not really caring that much if she doesn't return. But she's not one of my least favourite characters. I just 
as with a lot of the drama this season, I was like, sure. Yeah. This isn't actually drama. No. This is just because we need to tell us, we need everybody to have something going on. Yeah. And actually, the flick to our next, like, favourite girl, or just girly, with Chelsea. We just said Chelsea. Yeah, we oh, well, we did in in the midst. Like okay. she didn't have much of a storyline bar the beef she was having with Brie, and then her outfits. Yeah. And so she turned thirty. And that she sold her ten million pound house. Yeah, I mean Chelsea was the only person that was really giving it in the real estate department. Yeah, Chelsea's such a interesting character because obviously she had like this really interesting life where her mum moved to the states yeah. and left her behind in the UK. It was quite tough. I'm assuming that running was part of. Yeah, it was a big part of yeah. yeah whatever she's come to the states now she meets this guy they get married now she's this like LA girly she sells house sis she sells house she sells house she sells house and she's got two kids like you know she's made a lot of herself I think for what from where she started yeah. and this season we got to see her mum who you would imagine they would have quite an interesting relationship yeah. for having left her, but they seem to have like patched things up. Mm. And it was just nice to see that, you know, she was able to turn that, turn that corner in her personal life. Yeah. Um, because one thing I will say about Sunny Sunset, they're all women with incredible stories, apart from yeah. Emma, no offense, who yeah. seems to have just like a really good life. Yeah. And her empanada business that we don't hear about anymore. <laughs> but like, and her private jet. Um, yeah. Because someone explained to me what kind of money she's bringing for private It's from the empanada. It's from what the hell? She said, she, listen, she had an empanada business. You guys weren't listening. I know she had an empanada business, but I didn't know they was making money. Wait, I didn't wait. know empanadas was making money like that. But um, everybody has such, like, wild stories. Like, I'd forgot. I literally, I've, I don't know if I'd forgotten or if I just haven't even visualised. Mary having her kid at 16. Yes. But they showed pictures of her, like, in the hospital when she gave birth to me, I was like, that's a literal child. Mm. Which, of course, a 16-year-old is a child. When you hear it, you're like, yeah, that's really young. But when you see it, you're like, oh, damn. And in America, where the illegal age to have sex is 18, you're even, you're like, you're basically a 14-year-old here having a baby. Um, And also, for her to have the child at 16, she got pregnant at 15, most likely. Well, you don't know. She could have got... Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, just to be engaging at that age is hard. Yeah. Um, and essentially had that baby on her own. Yeah. Like, and then built this career for herself. Was since then. Yes, she fucked Jason. I don't know whether that got her the job or if that was part a perk of the job. We'll never know. But this season she gets pregnant, Mm. and. I was very nervous. I'm not gonna lie. When oh, she yeah. said she was pregnant, I was like, yeah. given that she said like, oh, it's so soon since they yeah. started trying. I was yeah. like, oh god, things yeah. like this is not be that story. But annoyingly, I spoiled it for myself, so I knew what's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, sadly, she loses the baby. Yeah, um, it's really sad, and yeah. Manza comes around to see her, and she's sobbing, and Romaine as well takes it really hard, and it's just, it's just, it's the reality, I guess, of uh, of having a quote unquote geriatric geriatric pregnancy which yeah. is a, any pregnancy over the age of 35 by the way I know every time I hear that it terrifies me um so 
yeah, that was honestly very sad. Mm. Um, and then they have to film an entire season of this fucking reality TV show. Like, I would be I like, take this the show right now. I, I mean, she definitely steps back from most of the season. She is not involved in any of the drama this no. season. And it made sense. There was, at the beginning of the show, um, in comparison to series six, where she, Jason and Brett, predominantly Jason, had been putting a lot of more responsibility on Mary to like run the office, run but the she did thing. such a bad job. And last she did a season. terrible job, yeah. And because she was getting involved in the drama, she was like, I just can't do this. I just want to go back to real estate. And so in season seven, she starts off going, I'm just gonna focus on my personal life. I'm going back to real estate and I'm enjoying this part of my role. And maybe that's just her. Like she's not supposed to be a leader in that sense. Yeah. And also um, the other thing that's weird is that Romain works on so many things. True. He's like he's like their handyman. Yeah, I, I get, like I don't Maybe that's like what maturity looks like. Yeah. But the idea of me working for my ex, but then also my current husband working for my ex is lot. weird to me. I'm lot. sorry. I'm I mean, not... they're, they're the closest of friends now. Even that's... I don't want to be super close friends with my ex, weirdly. No. I just want to be like... I want us. I absolutely want us to be civil. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if I want to be like, well, we're throwing a party. Number one on the list is, our, is, my, is my ex, who's your best friend now. Like, what the yeah. hell? I mean, they've been together or they've been friends for so long so that now it probably just feels like a friendship, even though... Yeah, and also a... he's fucked everybody else in the office. It's so true. It and they sh- but they share a dog as well. Like if... Do you remember when they threw that dog a birthday party? Yeah. Oh, my God. So oh messy. Like, God. yeah, last season she was really all over the yeah, place. She was, yeah. Like, she really didn't have it, her shit together at all. No. Um, but, yeah commiserations I don't know if commiserations is the right word I don't know what you say to someone who's lost a baby I'm just so sorry yeah I'm really sorry man yeah. um, to Mary and Romaine yeah um, they made a really big point of saying like ask how Romaine's doing because nobody ever thinks of the man yeah like, okay I mean it was a point because no 100% but yeah. also like have you had to carry a dead baby in your body I don't think you have <laughs> I'm sorry I absolutely understand that like the potential of a child that you had, the same way I had a potential, like we thought we yeah. were going to have a child and now we're not. You feel that as much as I feel that. That's true. But I'm feeling the physical symptoms of having mm. born a life in me yeah. and having that life no longer. Like the fact that they, they went to an ultrasound and that's how they found that the baby was no longer oh. alive. So there was it was inside of you still. You were still carrying yeah. that child. And nobody knows, you as a man will never understand what it feels like to feel like you failed at your job as a woman because yeah. that's what we're built for yeah. and the, one not being able to conceive is incredibly shameful as a woman because that's what you're built for and then not being able to carry your child to term is incredibly yeah. shameful like I'm not saying that we like women people think it's shameful I think that's how you feel it's like damn I can't do this one thing that I was built to do mm. and then and I feel like that's not something that a man will ever experience so I'm not saying he didn't feel upset for it, about it at all obviously he does and his pain deserves to be acknowledged but i also don't think it's the same pain no it's a different pain yeah. i think it's also like is that like the pain he has for her so it's yeah it, it's a different perspective i i it was interesting and I, i'm glad they mentioned it but of course mary took the lion's share of like the support and the focus because yeah she, she felt every single part of it not just mentally but physically Literally, physically yeah so 
No, no, sorry. It's, it's honestly crazy now that we're talking about it, that we as women even carry another human being inside of us. Like, what the fuck? No. A whole person. It's like my tummy. Yeah. Where I eat rice. Yeah. <laughs> where I get bloated sometimes. Where I fart from. No, that's really throwing me off. Well, yeah. That's for the baby. And now there's a baby inside of there. Yeah. Yeah. Also eat rice, technically, because I'm eating rice the baby's <laughs> When the baby kicks you, you're like, can you just change this up, please? And that's like, pasta. yeah, you'll never know what it feels like to have a person inside of you moving about. I think it'd be Being cute. alive. I think we're really cute. I think it's weird as fuck. I know it's weird, but I think it just I, really, it'd be really know. adorable that they're just, like, moving around. Trying Human to, like, life is make grotesque. Their, like, in, and I don't... Trying to spread their wings. In a good way. Like, yeah. obviously, because you're going to you're bringing someone into the world that's so special yeah but it's it's when you think about it it's very grotesque no <laughs> other human being no like no a man will never know what it's like to no. have something inside i think the idea of something inside you now having to want to come out moving about i think with the, its own brain yeah i think the, but I, like sucking the nutrients out of you yeah because it can't make it itself because it's inside of you can't eat its own meals it has to eat your meals and you can't drink yeah. But you can't do drugs. Not that you should. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. But like, I don't know. That's crazy. And then they're going to come out of you one day. They're going to call you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you almost didn't exist. And you're calling me a bitch. Because I don't want to take you to the park. <laughs> it's love. It's love. That's what you have to keep it saying. It's love. What time that boss going to look at you and be like, as soon as you get out, I'm putting you in a home. So no, dark. I know, I know. Sorry to go on about yeah, it. I just think fine. it's so crazy to have a baby. I really do. When you're a big child, we can have a conversation about this. You would not be seeing me. I'm going to be in a commune or something. I will. <laughs> you guys won't see me. I'll just, I would just arrive one day with a child and be like, when was you pregnant? Yeah, exactly. I wasn't. I got a surrogate. You mad? I'm, I'm so not touching a person in my tight little body. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's speed through the other girls. Um... Chriselle. Yeah. So, Chriselle is living it up with G-Flip. Yep. Chriselle's very in love. And you know, I'm happy for her. Same. Everyone you can tell her very love. happy. She's very, very happy. Um, Did you see that Halloween look? No. What did they go So, as? do you know who Troy Savannah is? The um, singer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he did a video where he's in drag. Oh. And they did the video. Yeah. But Chriselle is the guy. Yeah. And G-Flip is Troy Savan in drag. Okay. <laughs> it's really, I'm making it, it sounds more confusing than it is. Yeah. But it's very fun. And like, I love this like, queer journey for Krisha actually. Um, she oh. seems like she's having a lot of fun. Oh, okay. And is enjoying herself. This? Yeah. Okay. That's G Flip. Oh. That's Chriselle. Oh. I am so... Right? Yeah. Because G-Flip don't look like that. No. And Chriselle does not look like that either. Oh my gosh, it's so funny to see it. Yeah. It's just really fun. I don't know. I just think it's really fun. I think it's fun for Chriselle. It's fun for G-Flip. Also, Detroit... What do you say? Troy Sivan? Whatever his name is. That's Troy Sivan. Both of them? No, that's Troy Sivan. 
Oh my gosh. How does he look in real life? Troy. I'm now Googling. Sorry, we, we have to go back to this. But Troy. Whitey. Yeah. Oh. He's in, um, oh, have we seen any of that? Oh, it's a sin. No. The Lily Rose Depp. Um, idol? Yes, the idol oh, was in the that? idol. Yeah. He's 28. Sorry, I'm not Googling A twink if ever you see one. I'm telling you, that's what, if you're like, what is a twink? Google choice of one, at least for now. Yes, so Griselle and... G Flip are loving life. Yeah. They're in Australia. For some reason, Jason has come to Australia with Mary Lou, who has no personality. She literally has a personality with a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, everything seems fine, but Mary Lou then says, Chriselle makes me uncomfortable. She doesn't want to be my friend. She doesn't want to hang out with me. So when they get back, Mary Lou is like, I need to speak to Chriselle because she makes me feel like shit. In her German accent. I'm not doing a good German no. accent. No. you're trying. I'm not. I'm not even trying. So, Chriselle and Mary Lee have a conversation. This is the first drama yeah. of Chriselle's, of the season for Chriselle. Mary Lee was like, um, I feel like you don't make uh, effort with me. I feel like you don't like me. That was actually a very good. Oh, good German accent. I want a good German accent. <laughs> and Chriselle's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, when you see me, you don't really talk to me. And Chriselle's like, I literally come up to you all the time and say hi. Then they play clips of Chriselle coming up and saying, hey, gorgeous, you look lovely. That's so true, though. Um, Marilee's like, no, you, I feel like you're jealous of me and you still love Jason. Wrong. Yeah. Jason loves Chriselle. Yeah. Chriselle loves G Flip. Like, it is what it is. Chriselle has moved on so far and so wide. I and... think Jason will always hold a candle for, to, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. You had me and I told you this is what I require. You said you didn't want to give it, it to me. I've now moved on. Leave me alone. alone. yeah. Because if I come back to you, you're going to give me the thing I want. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes or no? So I'm going to continue yeah. to live my life, right? Because yeah. if you really love me, surely you want me to be happy. And exactly. now I'm happy. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, Mary Lee then gets Jason on the phone. I don't know why. Because she's saying that Jason knows that you didn't talk to me. But it's the, it is honestly the dumbest conversation. And Chriselle's like, I'm going to go because I'm losing brain cells, which is actually a very rude thing to say. It's rude, but, but very accurate. The conversation was making me lose brain cells. Yeah. So I'm glad that she left. So that was drama number one. Drama number two was that Chriselle had found a cyst in her ovaries. Mm. And it was making her really ill. And... She had to have an emergency surgery for it, basically. And the girls came round, well, the girls, Emma and Chelsea came round and made her, Chelsea made her dumplings. Emma sat there and um, tried to take care of her and they got it taken out and it's the size of a grapefruit. Yeah. And that was something that was really weighing on her mind. Well, she said it was making her more hormonal. But, you know, yeah, if it's on your ovary... I mean, gonna... people really don't talk about, like... It can impact you. How, like, stuff to do with your period is so debilitating and mm. also, yes, affects your hormones, which, hormones which ex- affect the way that you, like, process things mentally. So now mm. all of a sudden you've got, like, PMS all year round. Yeah. You know, you've got an attitude, you're aggressive, you're this, you're that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if they take the cyst out, 
and my parents go back to normal, I'll be a normal person. Yeah, that's true. But right now, I'm basically this demon woman. It's just going around not really understanding why I feel like shit all the time. And yeah. meanwhile, my body's like, yeah, yeah, let's kill her while she's on a period. It's bizarre. I don't know. I, as I said to one of our friends, I don't understand how, if this is what our bodies were built for, this is the thing that your body is struggling with the most. Yeah. In my life, only I don't have any illnesses. The only thing that my body does not seem to understand is... Every month you have a period, it's like, I don't get it. Yeah. Why is this happening? I don't understand. And it just goes into meltdown. It's like battle stations constantly. (laughs) We're going to die. So I really, really felt for her, actually. Um, And I'm glad that she told that story because there are a lot of people for whom, like, there are one, there are loads of people who, like, don't have any issues with their ovaries, get pregnant, Mm -hmm. have kids, it's fine, and never ever something they need to worry about. There are loads of people who are like not even at like childbearing age who are like yeah my fucking body is there was a girl that we went to school with who was going through the menopause yeah, at 14 you you like yeah. and nobody talks about this stuff like they're normal like I remember I got my period when I was 14 wow. and I remember up until then being like what if I'm a man oh my god and not even as I'm not even joking I was like Nobody has ever talked about the idea that you don't get your period until, like, you're 14. No, no, yeah. I mean, I got mine a little bit earlier, but... Name the date. 11. Yeah, we know. Because it was a big drama. Because she had a baby. We're going to cut out. It was not true. <laughs> Why I... won't you address the allegations on the board? Because there's no point. That's true. There the was actually no ti- element. The girl evidence. is tired. Um, in many ways. But, like, yeah... Um, Got girlies having periods at eleven. You've got girlies having periods at fourteen. Yeah. Nobody knows what the hell is going on with them. Yeah. What is this? Why? Why is this happening to me? Like, what is the point of having sex ed conversations at thirteen if there are girls having periods at eleven? True. Because they are currently at childbearing age, and yeah. if somebody tricks them, does a little hee hee ha ha. Now that eleven year old is pregnant, that's true. And they had no clue that that's what they were doing. I know. Anyway. Sidetrack. Yeah. I think it was very brave of Chriselle to tell that story on... Well, they don't, I don't feel like give you a choice. I think you just live I your life you and they share yeah, that on the show. Honestly. But the third drama with Chriselle was she asked Amanda to help G-Flip design their new studio. Mm-hmm. It's all very good. They sing a little song when they're in there. I'm like, this could be fun. It's going to be great. It is cute. Later on, Amanda decides that she's really annoyed at Chriselle for... So, um, yeah, Chriselle also has this ongoing beef with Nicole, which is really doesn't happen. Like, not much happens this season apart from when Chriselle is ill, Jason decides to give a house to her to sell. Yeah. But gets Nicole to stage it because yeah. he thinks that this will be the thing that mends this relationship. But uh, this was what was the issue between them initially. Exactly, yeah. So Nicole is like, I'm staging this house, but... I'm not happy about it. And then yeah. Chriselle comes back and she's like, well, what's the deal? Because she's staged it. I either want it to be my house completely or I want it to be her house completely. I don't want this 50-50 thing. It's not going to work. We're not going to pay her anything. And Jason's like, oh, we can find some way to compensate her. And she's like, no, one or the other. Yeah. And then Nicole goes, I don't give a heck about this house. You can keep it. And then she leaves. And then it's like, well, that was awkward as hell. Yeah. And Jason's like, I really thought, oh, Chriselle then apologised and was like, I'm, I should have said that you rearranged your thing. Yeah, because during the... Um... Chelsea's birthday party Emma approaches and confronts Nicole because Nicole had said that Emma was a social climber Mm -hmm. as she was going to approach her 
Chriselle also follows Sue. No, she does approach her after as, a while. Chriselle yeah, comes, comes out, comes, comes over, and literally has a fight with Nicole, saying, "You always start in trouble." Basically, saying it's your mouth that causes all this issue. Yeah, you're you're, beef, you're beefing a lot of people because you're the problem, not me. Yeah, and then she. Whereas gives, with Nicole's version of events is that um, Chriselle is a bully and a mean girl. Yeah, and the big thing is when she tells Nicole that oh. You've rearranged your face, which is again popcorn kettle black because Chriselle has also um, fixed up her face. I think every other girlie on the stage or in the real t- in the upper hand group has done their body face something mm-hmm. to be on TV. So you know that was a very funny line, but you know also ironic. But um, yeah, Nicole, I she was giving me a lot of hot. Not hot white girls. She was giving me a lot of. Stop looking at the screen. <laughs> You're gonna act like you was gonna just say that. Now you're literally really off to Give me a lot of hot girls, summer. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nicole was giving a lot of white girl tears. Oh, again, we're having that EA sound. Yeah, she was like, oh, me? I felt bullied. She was like. I was just defending myself. It's like you literally started it. Exactly. You, you actually did start it. You did. So, but yeah, that kind of continued. Then the thing with Amanda, where she was trying to be a peacemaker, yes. also kind of blew up as well. So basically, at this point, now we're in like the last few episodes of the season. Chriselle's basically gone. I think I want to be around some of you guys because I'm beefing Mary Lou. Yeah. I'm beefing Nicole. Yeah. You've now invited everybody to Cabo to live in the same house for a week. I don't think that's a good idea for me because I'm beefing two of the people in the house. Yeah. So I'm going to rent somewhere else. So Krishan and Emma rent their own place. Amanda is annoyed about this. Yeah. She's annoyed that she comes in the private jet and Nicole can't come in the private yeah. jet. Why would I? But like, use your brain. If I'm beefing someone and you're my friend, why on earth would I have the person I'm beefing it around me? Yeah, yeah. Like, Honestly. What? And also, I hate to say it, but if I'm beefing someone and you're my friend, you're beefing them as well. True. But Amanda is friends with everyone. Yeah, and I don't like that. And that becomes That's why I actually couldn't be my friend because I'm I'm not neutral. Like <laughs> if someone is beefing my friend, I'm beefing them. I don't give a heck if they if they, do, they actually did nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm like the problem is Shoshana's beefing you, so I'm yeah. beefing you. I'll say sorry. Please don't call me a forget. <laughs> like I'm very lucky that very rarely my friends are beefing each other. Yeah. But if they were beefing each other, I would have to pick a side. I don't. I've just tried to be the neutral media. And that's why you're Amanda. I'm Switzerland. No. Yeah, and I don't saying, think that's no, good. The issue with Amanda is that even though she was trying to be Switzerland, she kept on getting involved. Just Whereas, shut your mouth about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If I'm, if I'm Switzerland and I'm neutral, you ain't really going to be seeing me around. But make this make sense. Go on. I'm beefing one of our friends. Yeah. You're here to record the pod and I'm like, I fucking hate that girl. Yeah. You're on. not going to say nothing. Um, you're just going to sit there. No, I will say something. What are you going to say? Look, you need to take this off the pod because it's got nothing to do with this. Well, I'm talking to you as a friend. Yeah, I'm She's a bitch. Great. Right? That's your opinion. No, but you agree. No. But you agree. No. I I was like, you know that she's my friend. So you can So So on this argument, you're saying it on her side? No, I'm just saying. We have to pick a side because you can't support me. That's the thing. That's that's exactly what I mean. You You can't be hanging out with me and then telling me that, oh, I see it from both sides. Don't be stupid. You're going to have to end up distancing yourself or taking a side. And what ended up happening with Amanda is that she ended up taking a side. You have to take a side. And as she took that side, she had a dinner where... But it's weird. It's not even like she was on Nicole's side. She just felt like Chriselle should be at the dinner to 
fight with Nicole. Yeah, to fight with Nicole. Like... Or, in her eyes, that dinner in Cabo was um, when Mary and Romaine were coming over and visiting. So put your problems straight, aside. Yeah, straight after their miscarriage. I mean, yeah, straight after their miscarriage and the treatment for it, they came to Cabo at the request of Jason and Brett. And so... In that, I think Amanda was like, "Well, this is actually Mary's and Romaine's dinner, so you should." It's be not there. Mary and, and it wasn't. And, even, and they even said that. And it's also not your dinner, so yeah. I don't need you coming up to me to tell me what I should be doing at the dinner. No. Why don't you focus on eating your dinner and leave me out? Of it? Yeah, exactly. She sent no, Chrishell a video being like, "Where are you at? Everybody else has come. It feels like you're just doing flop energy, whatever." It wasn't the harsh. I'm gonna be, admit it wasn't that harsh, mm. but I but Chrishell took it very harshly, yeah. being like basically. You guys could have had your whole dinner and left me out of it, but you brought me into it. And then, of all the people at the table to do this video, it's you, my friend. Yeah, and you did it in front of Mary Lou, and you did it in front of Chrishell. Oh, not Chrishell, Nicole. Sorry, yeah. now I'm fucking mixing them up. So now Amanda and Chrishell beefing. Chrishell tells her, "We don't actually want you to design G Flip Studio anymore." Yeah. Amanda is like, "Wow, you took money out of my pocket." Yeah, um, I mean, technically, at the reunion, you come to find out because they continue beefing after the show that what well Chrishell said that she'll compensate Amanda for all the work that she put in um Amanda racks that up and you know calculated that it was over ten thousand dollars and Chrishell was like no I'm only gonna pay you 5k and that's where further issues happen because there was disagreement on what the designs were that Amanda was doing and the fact that Amanda bought furniture that couldn't be fitted in the into the studio so it just became very, very messy and it also took a lot of the issues they had in the show offline on social media. So their relationship is probably frayed. They're, they're gonna, they hugged it out at the reunion, but they also hugged it out at the end of series seven. So like, we don't know if they're actually friends or not. What you have to also, it feels weird to me that like, these are women who are like what, nearly 40 years old. And yeah. Like, I feel like I learned at like 25, you can't have arguments online because no. all of the nuance is missing and you're going to be taking, like, sentences that aren't me, like, where someone's like, it's just how I feel, you're going to read it as, it's just how I feel. Like, you're going to read it how you read it. Yeah. So, like, I'm not beefing you on the internet. Call me. Yeah. Or come to my house if you really have a problem yeah, with me. Yeah. If you send me a message, I'm going to be like, yeah, I don't know what this means. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you mean this as a let's end this friendship message or I really want you to apologise message or what. I'd rather you just spoke to me about it. Yeah, and they kept Tom beefing on over text. I'm like, come on. Which was bizarre. It was, it was to so me. stupid. It you could so go stupid. to her house and be like, I don't really know what's happened here. I love you. Yeah. And I just want to talk about it because I don't think it's that thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so Amanda ends up also becoming a bit of a. It feels like they're trying to set her up as a hero, but she's actually. I see her as a bit of a villain yeah. in being so neutral. Another thing that they tell us about Manza, which again didn't got this sort of flyaway treatment that things get on that on this show, kind of like Mary's miscarriage, because um, that she was sexually abused as a child, mm. and she says this to Chelsea because Chelsea's like, "Where have you been? I haven't seen you in a while." And she's like, yeah, when things get really hectic, where people are telling me that I'm not being a good friend because I'm not showing up when they're arguing, I get, I just get upset and then I get into a depressive mood mm. and then I remember all the bad stuff that's happened to me. Yeah. Um, it's a really sad story. So As sad. with every sexual abuse story, like they're never like, this one's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always bad. But um, yeah, she tells that story to Chelsea and the two of them really bond over it and then they never talk about it again. No. 
And they continue beefing for different reasons. Well, afterwards, her and Chelsea don't, actually. Chelsea's like, I think I get why Amanda's the way Amanda is. But before that, she's already sort of spoken to Emma and Chriselle about how it's weird that she doesn't back them. Mm. So the the sort of beef is out there, even if she's decided she's not going to participate in it. Yeah. It's still happening. I think what's interesting about Amanda, which I think is a learning lesson for the workplace, Amanda, Amanda's, oh, sorry, Amanda's need for peace and no conflict and lack of confrontation is because she sees the workplace as a family. And every time she kept on saying that, kept on grinding my gears because as yeah, because- we all know, your workplace isn't your family. Was it Brie or Ch- Chelsea who said we're not a family, though? I think it was maybe Chriselle. Or maybe Chelsea. Yeah, someone was like, we wouldn't... Yeah, because I, I have my own family. family. I have my family. I don't need this it to This is a workplace. Yes. Yeah. And it's true. Because there's so much interconnectedness I- with this agency. The fact that almost all of them have slept with Jason, Oop. including the Manza, which is revealed at the reunion... Oop. Just shows you that there is no boundaries. And when Chelsea tries, when Chriselle tries to make boundaries by, you know, letting Amanda off with the, you know, working at G Studio, when she doesn't go to the dinner, and when she's really trying to create distance between the personal, um, her personal life and work events and work obligations, there's a pushback because in many of their eyes, it's like work is life and life is work. I think the reason, I think the other thing is, the reason why Amanda's like, this is family, this is family, is because what families do that real life doesn't do is you can actually misbehave as much as you want to your family members and they will inevitably forgive you and take you back because they love you because you're family, right? Like, I think the worst fights I've ever had are with family members. Mm. I'm not outside fighting with people. Like, there is one person I've stopped being friends with actively. Yeah. And she messed up maybe twice. And I said, I don't want to do this yeah. anymore. And I checked out of that friendship and I said, listen, one thing I've learned about you, this is who you are. And yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So, and I don't have to put up with it either. You're not my family member. Mm-hmm. So you can be, I don't want you to be different. Yeah. I'm telling you, go be who you are. Mm-hmm. And you'll go be who you are and I'll go be who I am and everything's good. Yeah. Well, everything is, is what it is. And she's living and thriving and having a good time. Sometimes I'm like, oh... But most of the time, I don't think about her. Oh, yeah. But um, your family, however, will do some messed up fucking shit to you. Yeah. And then you, you know, they come to you and go, I'm sorry. You have to just be like, forgive yeah. me, baby. And then continue with them. Honestly. Like, and some people don't do that. And I commend it. Like, wanting to protect your peace is incredibly important. Mm. But, like, I think the reason why Amanda says they're a family is because we can then do fucked up shit to each other. True. And then we will forgive each other. True. That's the world that Amanda wants to live in. Right, but the fact of the matter is, we're not because we're not family. You can't, I can't just be sitting here saying you could do whatever you want to me, and then I'll forgive you. And I feel like what this season for Krishan at the very least was her saying, yeah, there are some things I just don't want to engage in no. anymore. It's not cute to me. No. I don't want to do it. No. The Mary Lee stuff. She said, I'm out of that. No, I mean, I'm not I even going to have another conversation with her. We're not doing it yeah. because Mary Lou is actively lying. Yeah. To create stories so she can be on this show. I'm not giving her the satisfaction. One thing that happened in the reunion, especially when she, she was talking to Mary Lou, and by now, Mary Lou and Jason have broken up. Where that relationship was going to go, it, it surprised me. But one thing Krisha asked Mary Lou was, why was there always an issue? And Mary Lou said is, 
on camera, you were always a point of discussion. With well, who? With, well, with Jason or with other people. And that's when Chrishell was like, why am I a topic of discussion on camera? Like, it's not off camera. It's only on camera. Yeah, because you. the thing is, Merrily, you've got nothing else to, to say. And, and you're, the only reason why you're here is so we can explore the fact that Jason is still in love with Chrishell. Exactly. Nobody gives a heck about whether Jason's in love with you. Yeah. Everyone's clowning you in the first place because you're 21 and he's 52. Yeah, it's let's, not, let's be for real. Nobody f- sees it for the two of you. Yeah. So you're only here to serve the storyline of Chrishell and Jason. Yeah. And if you were smart, you wouldn't You'd give be, it to them. Exactly. Because Chrishell... You'd be like, Chrishell, I think they're really cool. Yeah, because Chrishell is the most popular person on the cast. She's a breakout breakout star. She, she was our she was our protagonist. Yeah. She's been our protagonist for throughout this, yeah. the show. And she she keeps on holding that mantle, but she's like enough is enough. And I think as she's continued to her relationship with G Flip, as she they're married, as, they're married now. Yeah, so they, oh yeah, they got married. married. They got married. Yeah. So as they've developed their relationship, as they as she has um, built her profile, you know, she was on Dancing with the Stars at one point, like. She's getting really happy with not having to, so with not having to be part of this world and yeah. not relying on this world as well. So, yeah, I think it was interesting to see Chriselle continue to build and stand her on her own morals, and I actually really agree with it. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not in love with Chriselle, but I really do like her. I do. Chriselle's not my favorite. Christina always will be, but. And obviously, Christina and Chrishell had a lot of beef. Yeah. But, like, Chrishell was mostly right in that beef. I'm not delusional enough to think Chrishell, um, Christine was right. I just was like, I don't really care that you're right, Chrishell. I yeah. just really like the fact that Christine thinks that she, she's like, um, I did literally nothing wrong. Like, that's yeah. very funny to me because yeah. she absolutely did. But yeah. in this story where, like, I feel like with Christine and Chrishell, I really liked, I liked Christine. So I was, I was like, interested in that beef. Yeah. In this beef, I don't really like the other people more than I like Chriselle. So Same. it's like, I'd rather you guys just went away. Like Mary Lou, don't yeah. care about her. Nicole, Same. don't care about her. Um, even in the Samantha and Chriselle thing, I'm like, um, I mean, what benefit does Samantha serve the cast aside from being just a very... Listen, I bet she's a really good friend. I agree, I agree. I she, bet she's a brilliant friend. I mean, But this is not a show about friendship. No, it's not. I, I say mentioned off, off the air, I didn't like her fashions either. I just, I don't know what value she brings because she doesn't sell houses. No, well, now we know the value she brings is popping that pussy for Jason. Yeah, so... Back in the day. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Jason, like, I think Jason's key storyline was Mary Lou. I'm building the office. I'm building a brand new office for the Oppenheim group. And the office is incredible. Against his brother's wishes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, seeing the brother and him go at it in terms of why are we spending so much money on an office? Why are we spending so much on a you know a small ornament within the office was really relatable because yeah we all have siblings that some sometimes well. siblings. okay we, we sometimes have some people may have siblings where there are disagreements you know especially around money so it was really fun to see that dynamic and also i do think brett is the more attractive to him but that's just my opinion brett is like the real one yeah he's the jason real. is a tv one brett honestly is the real one. yeah jason i he's the hoe brett is the only yeah brett has Brett is us. Yeah. He's the one asking questions like, "Why the fuck have we done this? Why have we spent so much money? We're in a we're in a drought. Yeah, yes. Of selling houses right now, and you've just spunked a million pounds up the wall. Honestly, so you know. Um, but then the other more 
interesting slash shady parts of Jason's storyline this season was the cameraman. Because Mary Lou, she's a very tall woman. She's a former model or current model. And anytime she was with Jason, she will be wearing the highest heels. And then we pan that camera to Jason as he's either looking up to Mary Lou or his head is just reaching her chest. The shade. The shade indeed. Um, is there any other characters? There's literally nothing else happened. No. So, I, mean, I actually found the season quite boring in terms of drama. But I was I binged it so quickly. No, no, and I think that's why it was easy to binge. Yeah, that's true. Because there was like nothing much happening, but yeah. I still felt entertained. It, it there was a point where I was starting to get stressed. The way I get stressed about maths or Love Is Blind, where I'm like, oh, I just don't want to tune in for another episode of people arguing. No, true. But I actually feel like unlike the last season where Krishna was like, "You're on crack." <laughs> this was, was not as bad yeah, as it that. Was it was not as bad as that yeah. for sure. And yeah. I just also felt like a lot of the drama was like, like you said, Chrishell wanting to um, set boundaries, which yeah. is entirely reasonable. But the show of trying to be like, she's a bitch. Yeah. Like she's not a bitch. She doesn't want to hang out with girls that she doesn't like, which is True. something that the rest of us all don't want to do. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know. I found the drama kind of mid, and I also think that like selling sunset has started eating its own tail with the yeah. fact that like they're trying to generate drama yeah um and so you're getting all these half-assed stories like you said with Brie and chelsea it's like this is nothing really yeah, yeah even the way they introduced cassandra was like the way they used to do in um, mini chelsea yeah it's just yeah. like oh here's this person we're not going to really explain how but they know this person and yeah. something has happened and now they've got beef okay sure yeah um, but unlike Maine and Chelsea, nobody's up in anyone's grill. True. <laughs> oh, God. Why are you up in my grill? I'm in my grill. Iconic. Um, yeah. What would you rate it? Oh, sorry, I went four out of ten. So, um, two out of five. Ah! No, I would I, say three. I would rate Selling Sunset. I enjoyed it. It was, uh, like, it was okay mid. So, three. I am... I've been telling people in the office. Yeah. And I feel like fill this with the pod as well we're in a drought of good tv 150 percent. where is the good tv Honestly, listeners if you're listening to this and you have some recs please, please share, share with, with us. us because we are in a drought i've not watched anything that's moved me since the bear no and i don't think we've rated a show more than 3.5 since the bear crazy honest, nothing so we're saying there's nothing new that's come out this year that we've actually been like wow no that's dark it's just really bad so should we talk about next week? Next week. So we are going to review. We should have a little jingle for next week. We should. Next week on the podcast. Like those made in Chelsea um, um, trailers that would tell you everything that was happening next week. Like, why do I need to watch the episode? You've already talked about this. Honestly, the best teaser editors in the world. Yeah. But they made you want to watch that episode so badly. badly. But the show editors? Nothing was going yeah. on. Um, so next week we're going to be working. Next week, we're going to be watching A Murder at the End of the World, starring Eric, Emma Corrin and... Harris. I'm going to say Dickinson? I don't think that's... This guy? No. This this dude? What's no. his name? Oh, that guy is... Oh, yeah, the Heim. Heim? I thought his name was Heim. His name was not Heim. Nobody's name is Heim. Apart from the band Heim. Yeah. And they're women. <laughs> oh, my God. Starring Harris Dickinson, I was right. Oh, yeah, Harris Dickinson. But you were talking about Clive, Clive Owen, Owen. <laughs> about fucking Heim. 
Go I mean, your, your, your friend Harris Dickinson could be a Heim. He couldn't be a Heim. He looks no. He looks a bit like Heimish. No, he doesn't. Oh God, is he English? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's very English looking. What do you mean he looks Heimish? Wow, look at his body. Don't be looking at him. He's my white boy this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we may have someone on the roster. Let's watch this show and see if we decide he's the white boy of our yes. white winter. Our white I, think, boy winter. I think he's going to be part of your vanilla winter. He is in Triangle Sadness, which is a great film if oh, anyone has seen it. And he's very good in it. But yeah. that film is absolutely nuts. And I loved it. Oh, he looks nice there. You like this? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he looked better than the one photo I showed you. And the one I'm referring to was his Wikipedia image. I feel um, like mine is going to be... I hate to say it. It's going to be Pam Badgley again. Yeah, because that's your white boy for every season. I know, because there's no other boys. I'm going to find a good white boy for the season, but I honestly, I don't understand why I'm not popular Listeners, if you have Pedro any... Pedro Pascal can he's be... He's not white. But, but listeners, if you have so any nice. recommendations for shows or white boys, please, please put it in know. the chat, put it in the comments, put it in the emails, put it in the letters. That's right. We need... We've got a PO box online. We don't yet. We don't, not yet. We need more white boys. <laughs> we need at least one white yeah, boy yeah one that we can say for, just for this season okay just for this season I'm gonna keep my eyes out I may watch that Matt Rife um, special stop talking about Matt Rife I won't watch it after this actually yeah cause he may end up becoming my white boy He's of the season like he won't I'm telling you that for free I know but with, the, with those lips maybe oh! and on that note we're gonna end the pod because Shoshana's getting hot under the collar I'm good thanks but um, you know, thanks for listening. You're not good because you need a white boy. So right, you're, the, you're good. I don't need any boys. For this season. Men, a man, one man. Um, Several. Just one will do. Um, thank you for listening to Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana. And Marnie. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>